Hey, number not funny fans, Jimmy Pardo here. The show is right around the corner. First, I got to tell you about this. Mark Marin has some bonus episodes waiting for you. They're on Stitcher Premium. Here are 20, 20 exclusive unreleased episodes of WTF with Mark Marin all summer long. Five bonus episodes are here now, including live shows and a special edition remembering Robin Williams. 15 more are coming with five new ones each month through August. Do not miss these WTF rarities. Go to stitcherpremium.com slash bonus. Use the promo code Pardo at checkout. You're going to get one month free trial. That is stitcherpremium.com slash bonus. Use the promo code Pardo. Right now, listen to Never Not Funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. We welcome you in and then show you the door. My ears are burning, you effing C. This is our country has been invaded cyberly. Old man Pardo wants to use the tweet box. Unleash the beast. Pardo, baby. That's the money. That's the future. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2018. As Matt pointed out, we are now in the future. Time keeps on slipping. Slipping, slipping. Garen, into the future. The great Steve Miller Band, as I said on stage last night, and I've said over the last years, Somebody in the world's favorite band is the Steve Miller Band. <laughs> I don't understand it. I like Steve Miller, but I don't know anybody that would go, you know my favorite is? It's Steve Miller. I don't know I don't know why that's the weird one to me. I don't understand why that's the one that uh, I think is odd, but it is. There, I've said it. Did he ever do anything solo without the band? Sure. Well, that's my favorite. I don't like the band at all. You, but I love you don't like his backing group? Solo. You don't like Steve Miller at all. Wait, what would be the difference between him solo and the band that has his name on it? You're not participating in this conversation, for starters. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be, that'd be first and foremost. You're not getting involved at all. Why are True. you? I've never heard Elliot on a Steve Miller band track. <laughs> well, also, it's early in the show. Why is he jumping it already? This isn't a gang episode. This, this is, is a round robin. When you have a no guest episode in the Players Club... Suddenly, liberties are taken. Right? The, the inmates rule the, uh, the uh, earth. Asylum? That's not it. <laughs> yeah. Rule the, uh, the well, asylum. If, if earth is an asylum, which it will be in the two years. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting close to that, brother. There's no doubt in my mind we are getting close to that. Now, listen, we're living in d- uh, difficult times. My wife and I went and protested over the weekend. Yeah. We went to the uh, the March for Truth uh, down in... Uh, uh, downtown Los Angeles. And I tweeted a link to it. So there. <laughs> well, you should, you're well. It's good to see you. Good to see you participating. Yeah. Uh, we ran into uh, our friend Quinn Cummings down there, which was very nice. We went down there with our friend Alex Alexander. Mm-hmm. Ran into Quinn. Also saw Michaela Watkins down there. Cool. Uh, got to enjoy uh, Michaela's company for a little while, and uh, it was a nice time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Maxine Waters spoke. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Sherman spoke. Uh, she was okay after that uh, harrowing brush with. <laughs> she spoke before she had to deal with. Uh, oh, was that, that prior? Yeah. Okay. Did that happen in L.A.? It happened four feet from us. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I actually saw it happen and 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 saw her. Uh, what happened, for those that don't know. You saw it happen in person. You, yeah. You watched it happen. I watched it happen. And and so and my point is this. Uh, and I'm, again, I, I'm going to point out to the people that don't know, if you want to look for it, Maxine Waters, uh, one of the uh, young Turks, uh, claimed he was shoved by 78-year-old Maxine Waters, congresswoman. Uh, when, in fact, she just was walking away and brushed his uh, Micro- microphone out of her face. Right. Um, and I'm, I use the word brushed. So the point is this. I saw it happen 
so much. I didn't even say to Danielle, "Did you just see that?" <laughs> right. Because nothing happened. Right, right. And this moron, <laughs> this child, is trying to make a big deal out of it because that's their way. They they, they push buttons. Well, at least this guy does. I don't know who, who else does. But uh, yeah. Uh, and then she and her uh, 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 driver, I guess, it would be, were uh, running across the street, and uh, I, I was going to uh, go and say hello to her, and then I realized, but then I did see that she seemed. Um, Frazzled, not frazzled. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say frazzled. She certainly was not rattled by it, but mm-hmm. she seemed to be on a mission to get to that car. Mm-hmm. Like she was just bothered by something, which again, I, I saw it happen. Didn't think anything happened. Could you hear their exchange? No, yeah. I wasn't that clear. You know, another person was speaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, but uh, at any rate, it, it was uh, but it was a nice day. It was a nice. Uh, nice you couldn't have gotten in that shot. That would have been some good gu- viral gold for Never Not Funny. Would have been a little. <laughs> uh, Danielle was on uh, MSNBC. Oh, really? They interviewed her and she was on MSNBC. Nice. Nice. Uh, we did not. I didn't say anything about it because we didn't or, uh, on the Internet or anything. A, because why? B. Uh, like I didn't even tell my mom when we got home and Danielle was interviewed for this because we didn't believe it was the like mm-hmm. she was interviewed and then we went what's this for and the guy goes uh, NBC MSNBC it's like okay some some weird blog then uh-huh. <laughs> but then it turned out people sent a screenshot of Danielle on oh, MSNBC yeah but you didn't did you end up finding it online no. or something huh? no sir did not did not find it well that's something for Daryl Asher to look up when he's doing the notes for this episode well we looked it up or Garen right now Garen Cockrell could look it up and see yeah that's not a bad idea. I, I want you I want you to look that up. Well, yeah, that's a good question because it's probably it probably didn't have her full name. It said Danielle Koenig. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, well, then look it up that way. I wonder if that would show up that way. And it was a nice day. You know what's funny about this? You know, we usually we bring Oliver with us, mm-hmm. and we um, uh, about halfway through what we think is halfway through the march, he's had enough, and we bail. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the march, and we make uh, we make a right hand turn, and usually on that corner is where we go. You know what? We're done. Oliver's done. We can't. You know, we we came out. We marched for a little while. We supported it. Yeah. Here we go. We get to the quarter that we again that we usually bail at. We're there. <laughs> so we literally every oh, march we bail a half a block before the end, well, that, but we never knew yeah, it. That was we were talking about like should we go? My my mom and stepdad are in town, so it was kind of like and this that was like the one day they could like do something like we could go somewhere and have like a nice day out, uh, which would have been nice to do that. But still, with Charlie being five, it just felt like he's not going to be up for a march. And I don't want to have to bring a stroller down there. He's too old for a stroller, but too young to go for a march. Let me tell you something. Is is a guy that has brought his nine-year-old son three times now? Yeah. Yeah. And and that that was kind of our feeling, um, like... It just doesn't. I wanted, like, I haven't been to a march since the the women's march, right? Uh, and I feel like I get in on these marches, man. You got to get in. You yeah. got to. You got to. Uh, you can't just sit behind a keyboard and press send. And uh, well, it's, it, I mean, it's doing a lot of good, but it could, I could be doing more. Uh, sure, it's doing <laughs> a lot of good. I'm having a huge effect on the planet. Well, just by tweeting. You like to think local, think global, or whatever that phrase is. You do both. You think both locally and globally. And I also spill water on my crotch. Thank <laughs> What just happened? Do you want me to get that? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. You want Karen to get it? Well, I'll end up banging around. Nah, that's <laughs> problem with that. Now, listen. Uh, yeah, my mom watched all this time because yeah. it was uh, we, we I was like I think we're done breaking him he, he gets it mm-hmm. you know it's, at some point then you're the annoying parents dragging your kid to a march and yeah, it's like you want to instill the idea of like that's this is important but at the same time I don't know he, he got it he got it the <laughs> yeah first I think few he times. probably got it already got it. <laughs> it's all set and he sees you guys going that's a, you're right. setting an example we got our new resist hats that we wore 
and like maybe when you leave them at home what you can do is like strap pepper spray cans to your body and like all sorts of like like a helmet just to let him know this is going to be some serious it's shit serious. Yeah, stuff is going down here so, so like we're going and yeah. when you're old enough we expect you to join the fight in fact I, not only that i expect you to go on your own we'll stay home <laughs> yeah we'll strap all that stuff on you <laughs> yeah yeah we'll we'll be your arm your we'll arm you properly and uh, when we're too old and frail to uh, to join the fight, we'll uh, we'll send you out into battle. I will be your. There's. I was trying to think of that. It's a lyric from Rent uh, that I was just going to sing. That uh, uh, something you said made me think of that. I will be yours. Something I forget. I believe Angel sings it. Sugar walls. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're thinking of the great Shin Easton. Uh, speaking of Rent, our friend Anthony Rapp will be joining us uh, Saturday this Saturday at, uh, in Toronto. Yes. We uh, we have. Uh, I'll, I'll let the cat out of the bag. Just this morning, we have secured. A uh, a piano and a, uh, a here's a word I can't say accompanist 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 piano not, player not even a word that I knew existed vehemently <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can say that word either hey accompanist. I said on Twitter we were going to ask you on the show how you pronounced the word that Donald Trump tweeted last week oh kofefe uh, oh. I like oh, it I like his version <laughs> I I went with kofefe I I put an e on the end there. I saw some people doing two syllable, which I do not accept. Like, like, like coffee. Kofef? Yeah. Like coffee? Yeah. Like everybody wants coffee for a cardboard cup. <laughs> right, exactly. The trouble with the world today is Donald Trump. <laughs> it's coffee at a cardboard cup. The trouble with the democracy is Donald Trump in a cup. Look at this. I'm the new Mark Russell. <laughs> I'm going to bring it in, baby. Are you kidding me? We got, we got Tommy B stopping by later. He likes to sing. Does he like to sing? I don't know that he does. I don't know if he would. I bet you he seems like a guy who would. He seems like a triple threat. Doesn't he type seem guy. like a triple threat type of guy? Yeah. Although it we've does. seen only evidence of of actually none of those threats because he's not even an actor. He's well, he's but host. he was in the Muppets. Uh, he was funny in the That's Muppets true. TV show. Yeah, I'm sure he's done some other uh, walk-ons. What was I saying though before the, with the guy with the? Uh, oh, so anyway, got the uh, yeah. uh, piano player for uh, Anthony, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, at least hopefully, hopefully that won't fall through between now and then. Yeah. Uh, so Anthony will be singing some songs. Love it. Which is going to be great up uh, there in Toronto. That's not a Saturday show. It's Sunday or Friday, uh, uh, still working on a guest. A couple of irons in the fire that could end up being uh, nothing. And our friend Nug will be part of it. And our friend Caitlin will be part of it up there. So uh, yeah. I'll be in uh, Garen for a day. Right. I'm having trouble with my... Uh, going on there? My wristband. My, my, is it pinching a hair? You no, know, you know what it is? I'm between, I'm between notches. And so it's... Oh, uh Slip sliding away. floppy? Yeah. Does that affect the uh, the functionality of that smart watch? No. Still keeps it. It's still very, very smart. <laughs> okay, good. You know, it's dated technology. It's a pebble. It's a, it's a pebble watch, so it's dated. Dated technology. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Are you saying, are you saying data technology? Dated, dated. You know, they went out of business. They got... Uh, well, they got bought, didn't they? Yeah, but then... But they're... Fitbit bought them? They're done. It's like they're done. You know, they're, they're not making them anymore? They're not... You know, they're... Fitbit may incorporate some of their technology. You heard what happened about that, right? You heard that... Uh, I was one of the original backers. I got the first one. I know you did. And I opened the box and said, no, thank you. Well, this I love this one because they, they, they finally did it right. Yeah, nice and thin. I like that. You know, the problem was I just learned this information from my friend Natalie. Uh, they were given an offer of $18 million. Mm-hmm. They turned it down. And then oh, whatever yes. happened, happened. I hate these stories. And they sold the Fitbit. No, it's still for $6 million. <sighs> Right. And then it, when they went to Fitbit, Fitbit was like, yeah, we're, we're not going to continue with that technology or whatever. So they're done. There's still some third party people making apps and stuff for it. Right. But uh, but what I like about it is, is it's a watch. Right. It's actual watch shape and size. Now, that's not to be confused with the wonderful movement watch. 
which we may talk about later on the show, oh, which is great. I, are for, they, have, they are today? a sponsor today. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I wear, here's the thing. When, I, you, when you go out, when you dress up, you go out. I dress up, I wear my movement. That's yeah. exactly right. Me too. I wear this one uh, to keep track of my steps. When I go to a, a function, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I know what I'm doing. I'm, yeah, I'm walking back. In a wheelchair. Piece of chicken. I come back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of wheelchairs, uh, Doc, talk it up. Speaking of wheelchairs, Doc, talk it up. Uh, we watched, and a lot of people are recommending this. Uh, if you have not seen it, maybe you've already seen it. Uh, Mommy Dead and Darest. Have you seen that? No, I haven't even heard of it. Mommy Dead and Darest is on HBO. Anybody see it? Mommy Dead and Darest. Is it an Darest? D E A R E S T. Dearest. 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 That's my Chicago accent. Dearest. Is it yet another thing about nope. <laughs> Joan Crawford? Nope. Okay. It's about a mother who's horrible. Okay. And uh, her daughter that may or may not have murdered. Oh, boy. It's. Uh, I'm way behind on docs. I haven't gotten into the. You gotta, you gotta watch this one. But what's the other one I'm supposed to watch? The Feelings or whatever? The Keepers. The Keepers. But that's a series. Yeah. But it's a documentary. Documentary series. Yeah. yeah. But this is a uh, 120. We're talking uh, docs with you. I understand. Let me finish a fucking sentence. Okay. I got Bergerock coming in. <laughs> He's a gentleman that likes a finished sentence. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want you to spoil it. I'm not about to. Okay. Uh, you should watch it. That's it. <laughs> I, I will do that. I love it. God, that's all I wanted to say was uh, uh, very good. It's about a uh, young lady uh, and her mother. And then uh, and then her boyfriend gets involved. The father comes back into the picture. Really good. Really, really good. Uh, we also watched, uh, I watched the documentary from 2012 about the uh, lovely uh, women of wrestling. Is that? No. The gorgeous. Gl- gorgeous. Gorgeous ladies, ladies of wrestling. Glow. The, uh, yeah. Glow. The 2012 documentary. Which is now going to be a TV show from your favorite, Genji Cohen. Yeah, did you watch the uh, did you watch the trailer on that? I think I did. I can't remember. It's fictional. It's fictional. It's, it's, fictional. A, it's a half hour comedy. That there, There's no evidence of that once, in the trailer. Once again, Genji Cohen is insisting she's making a comedy. <laughs> There's no evidence of that in the trailer <laughs> at all. I don't care that you got Mark Maron and uh, 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 Alison Brie. Yeah. There's no evidence that it's comedy. But it was one line. Was, I expect it to be funny. Funny. <laughs> I like that idea. If it's a great idea for it's a great setting for a TV show, I think it is. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, I. TNB. We had a real tough time getting into that. You had a real tough time getting into Orange is the New Black. I didn't know if you were just suddenly had a stroke and you were suddenly spelling Australian catchphrases. Oh, I. What else happened over the weekend? Big weekend. Big weekend. We had a big march. March for Truth. Got to get out there, get to put the sunscreen on, mm-hmm. right? Get out there, protect yourself. Get the sunscreen on, grab a stick of juicy fruit. The taste is going to move you. What's the sunscreen have to do with that? That's just all their little jingles always started with some activity, and then they, you have to grab a stick of, you know, put the snowboard on, grab a stick of juicy fruit. It was just like stupid, like, things like that. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Follow up, on topic. Yeah. Can you shut up? <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, Apparently, I can't. <laughs> uh, question is this. Um, uh, risking that one day they will be a sponsor. Do you like juicy fruit? Is that a gum that you like? Well, the taste or is... Or do you prefer a minty? Oh, I don't like mint gum, no. Oh, that's right. You're part of the mint group, right? What's, I'm, I'm uh, in the mint guys, yeah. So what kind of gum do you chew when you chew gum? I don't, but if I did, I like cinnamon. If you're talking about oh, that type of stick type I can't gum. go cinnamon. It puts little bumps on my tongue. Yeah, that's that's not uncommon. Elliot has the same situation. Well, it's, not, like, it's not a bumps, but I don't like the cinnamon. It's just, I, But you know what's weird? 
you give me a snickerdoodle or a cinnamon cookie, I'm your man. Hmm. I mean, love it. You're you're con- when we travel together, you're constantly pushing gum on me. And I take it personally. <laughs> you should. Let's go. <laughs> I always think it's some weird, like, subtle thing. Like, hey, man, you should really have some gum. Like, the way you present it to me, it's always like. It doesn't you, sound like it's subtle. It like, sounds like it's what he's I'm saying. I'm telling you to take some gum. <laughs> All right. Well, I usually do. And that I'm, gum is very expensive. So for the fact that I'm even offering it means it's needed. My point is uh, <laughs> that I, I will eat mint gum in those situations. I'm not totally against it. But that's not my cho- That's not my preference. My preference would be cinnamon or fruit. Fruit stripe. Oh, that's an awful gum. For the 22 seconds. That's right. That's wonderful. That that, that fruit stripe gum is delicious for 22 seconds. And then is not only not delicious anymore, it's also a horribly textured gum. That's a bad gum, that zebra stripe. Yeah, but it's, that that was my favorite as a kid. Me too. Of course it was. It was fun. Until you get into the bubbles, you know, the bubblicious or the, you know. (laughs) Cannot believe. And I I started it. Cannot believe this is a real conversation. No, you actually started by your bullshit uh, juicy fruit. Yeah. Taste is going to move you. Uh, here's what happens when I travel. My mouth gets a little sleepy, you know, so then I, I, I want to jazz it up with some gum. <laughs> and I'm thinking that maybe the person that I'm traveling with might want to as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I prefer a mint? Of course I do. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I always feel bad when I take it out and I don't offer it to my, uh, my strange seat partner. They see me taking that gum out. They don't. Ex- no one should expect stranger to give you gum. You don't think so? No, that, that's just. You think I'm all right on this? I, yeah. I'm your friend, and I think it's weird when you <laughs> offer it to me. Really? I think an adult can handle their own gum needs. I think you know it's. I'm being a. I'm it's being a very ple- nice. I, it, I, you're wrong on this one. It's a. That's a pleasant thing to do. It's nice, but you you're a little aggressive with it. You're, I'm not aggressive with it. I'm offering you a piece of fucking gum. I can't imagine Jimmy would ever be aggressive with, uh, with is, offering gum. This is what this possible. is what you do when you uh, when you offer gum. You go like this. No words needed. You go like this. And then I go, no thanks. And you go. For humor, you a-hole. Right. For humor. The, the humor is aggressive. For humor. I'm not really it's, being that, that aggressive. That in-your-face comedic style that we all know and love. We know that. Listen, don't sit in the front row. You don't know what's going to hit you. <laughs> right? And it's the same on a plane. Safety first. Now, we're traveling to Toronto this week. Uh, Matt and I are on the same plane. We're not sitting together. No, sir. We are not. That's all right. Are I we on the same of, plane? I got a lot of movies to watch. Are we on the same plane? Uh, I think so, yeah. Because last time we weren't. Last time you flew from... Uh, no, no, we're... we're uh, you made a point of letting me know that I would be making a mistake if I didn't take the same flights you were taking. And it was true. It's true. Because it would have... There really was only one flight that made sense... To get there. To get there. And then the way back... Really which, only one flight made sense, too. The choices were connect and get home in the afternoon or go direct but don't get home until night uh, but you, then you have a, a half the day in Toronto not even half the day it was more than that it was too much of that day yeah too and much day in Toronto I, it's frustrating because it's it feels like such a waste of time when you have to connect you're adding three hours or more to your day of travel but you know you do what you got to do Jim <laughs> and I you know I enjoy uh, the Dallas uh, Fort Worth with you you know we, we know our spots we know where we like to go <laughs> and I, would, I like good nice bathrooms Nice and clean. <laughs> Just wanted to see how long you keep talking about the DFW. Good restaurant selection in that. They got a nice. Uh, depends. Uh, certainly depends what the terminal you're in over there. But uh, yeah, they do have a nice selection of uh, restaurantes, and they're really, really redoing that. I told you. I, told you, I sat next to that architect. You talked, you talked to the guy who designed it. Told me all about it. Uh, Although he designed the other one, now they're redoing it. Not to his specs. Is that what they, you were telling me? Wait, he designed. Uh, no, he designed DFW with that. Uh, right, but you just said they're redoing it. Yeah, but they're they're remodeling. They're remodeling. Oh, but they're keeping his. 
Oh, yeah, keeping his design, his arc, yeah, innovation, but uh, his arc technology, redoing the interior and and uh, looking good, looking sharp. And of course, our president, uh, his new plan today is to uh, something with the air traffic controllers. Privatize air. Traffic. Not privatizing. It is not privatizing. No. It is not private. They are underlining the fact that it's not privatizing, which makes one think there. they're privatizing. <laughs> yeah. But according to some guy at American Airlines, they're not. I don't understand. I didn't. There, there is a mile stretch on the 405 where I do not get my uh, my serious exam and when they were completely explaining this to me. Now, Garen, you go out there, you explain to him. I'm Garen Cockrell. We met last time. Uh, you're Mr. Bergeron. He'll probably know who he is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just let him know that we're in the top of the show. Welcome him in. Good chance, Jimmy's. Go get him, Garen. <laughs> this guy's from real television. Network. This guy's from network television, the great Tom Bergeron. He was at some sort of a horse thing over the weekend. Oh, oh dear. Uh, we'll ask him about it. Okay. How do I, what, 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 where do you go, restroom? That's good. Good for Tom, right? Get it mm-hmm. out of the system. Yep. That's the way to do it. Get, get fresh. Freshen up. You think he's got a piece of gum? You think Tom's, uh, Tom's a gum guy? Maybe. I see Tom, I, th- I see Tom chewing gum. Not on camera, of course. He's no. professional. Right. Do you know how hard it is what he does for a living? That live television? Mm. Oh, I mean, that's... I'm assuming he's got somebody in his ear all the time, too, feeding him uh, yep. new information. Right. You're getting that information. And, to me, and that's for, the hardest part, is, is is processing back and forth between somebody giving you a thing and still continuing to talk. To talk while somebody's telling you what to do. And you might even right. have you might have one guy telling you, you got to talk to this guy, talk to this. you got to talk here and talk here while another yeah. person's telling you, you've got 45 seconds to do that. Like, I mean, it's I, I, let's talk to him about it. Let's get in his ear. The closest I, thing I've come to that is reading a book to my son and not, think, not paying attention to what I'm reading at all. And I'm... I'm thinking about a million other things, but I'm reading the words. To right. Him. Like I, you can you can sort of like short your own brain out and just be like the brain read words, but don't think about what you're saying. <laughs> just think about whatever you want to think about and then just commit. But that comes back to bite you in the ass, because then when he says, hey, what does that mean? <laughs> right. You're like, uh, well, what it means is, well, I'll just double check here what it means. And I, just to be clear, I know I sound like a terrible parent. All <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. No, but we I'm, all do I'm it. talking about the books that I've read a million times. Yes, we, but we all do that. Yeah. You got to. Don't be a th- Also, he. I was reading the, the I, we have these Marvel books that tell like the story of each Marvel superhero. And to make it fun for myself, I was reading them in Stanley, in my impression of Stanley's voice. Cause uh-huh. It's more fun that way. And he told me that he does not like that. <laughs> he, <laughs> well, listen, he requested that I stop. Said it over and over. You got a beautiful set of pipes. There's no reason to jazz those up. The Incredible Iron Man. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on board, Charlie. You don't like that? No. I, I, Charlie's right. I feel like it's a weird Bill Cosby right Hang on. The door is opening. Oh. This can only be the great look at him in a short pant. You <laughs> get nice. to see the calf today. I'm on hiatus. I'm in hiatus clothes. But last time you wore a nice uh, you wore a nice slack, even though you're on hiatus. No, I feel like I overdressed for the experience last time. <laughs> well, really now do. that sounds insulting to us. <laughs> <laughs> but look at Tom. Did you bicycle here, Tom? It looks like you might have bicycled. I, I Uber biked. Yeah, you actually, you, you call, they, they pedal up to your house, uh-huh. and then you ride side saddle all the way. Well, that's a nice way to go. Yeah, it was very nice. I'm a little sore. My butt is a little sore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a hard seat. <laughs> you, get, you don't get to pick the seat in the app? No, apparently not. Wow. It's, uh, you need bike Uber X. For yeah, you got to go to the X for that. Uh, I, I was going to say black as well, but of course, in these Bill Maher times, we don't know what that means, no, right? That could be very, very tense. Boy. Tom, you're from television. You know live oh, television. Know. It's, it's hell out there. Now, let me ask you, Tom, we were, we were actually raising about you and your prowess on the television. Thank you. Your skills. Now, what you do is a lie, and we'll get you over to the big table after we take the break, but uh, let's close this uh, up here. 
you obviously, when you're working live, you're doing this Dancing with the Stars. You're working live. You've obviously got some sort of an IFB in, and which is an earpiece for the people at home. Exactly. So you have, uh, not only are you talking to your two dancers, you've got the three judges. You also have minimum one voice in your ear telling you what's going on. Is this correct? And the other four that I usually have. I mean, those are always <laughs> Those are always present. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, they, they don't talk to me much, and they talk to me in almost haiku from the booth because they know I don't like it when they're chatty. Uh, but, but your years of, uh, but if you're a rookie, they're going to be talking to you a lot, correct? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Uh, which is the worst thing to do because if you're a rookie, that's just going to flub you up more, no? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you're trying to focus on one thing and somebody's telling you something else and it's, you know, it's like, it's, it, it can be hell. I understand. Well, you're, yeah, you've got a tough life. There's no yeah, doubt it about is. it. What, right? kind of, what kind of stuff would they say that's like really succinct and. Well, there was a good example. Simone Biles was, uh, was glaring at, um, at Carrie Ann and Abba, and I was looking at the judges, and, and Ashley, our exec producer, said, I don't think Simone's really happy. Hmm. And I looked down, and there had been so much talk about her smiling that I stupidly went there <laughs> and said, uh, you don't seem to be smiling, but uh, complimenting <laughs> And she brilliantly said, smiles don't win you gold medals. And, uh, you know, I was served, and there you go. <laughs> you lost. She's a, yeah. t- a little piece of dynamite. I'll tell you. Yeah, she's right, though. She reminds me of Stephanie Mills. I know that's a weird uh, comparison, but Stephanie Mills was a tiny little, is a tiny, she's still alive, yeah. but a tiny little lady packed of dynamite uh, with a voice, whereas this uh, Simone, of course, the gymnast. Yes. Does yes. anybody like my comparison at all? Is anybody packed on board with, with it? I need to Google. <laughs> Stephanie Mills? Yeah. You, don't, you remember I, Stephanie I Mills? I know, but I don't recall her being Simone Biles-like. Oh, she's very tiny. Okay. Very, 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 right. Just packed with dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> she was on MCA Records. And that I could be to... just lactose intolerance. <laughs> oh, dear. She's not having stomach trouble. Oh, well, I do, just... not that kind of Somebody that. Somebody like okay. that views. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy into this. <laughs> All right, Tom Bergeron is back. It's the return of Tom Bergeron, as we're calling it. We're thrilled that he's back as a, as a professional. He's on time. He's even early, which is the uh, last time he showed up early, we yelled at him for 45 minutes. That didn't stop him from coming early this time. No, no, I enjoyed it, actually. I, I enjoyed the yelling. <laughs> do you? Let me ask you a question in the short pants. Are you going to do some athletic uh, thing later? Or are you just I already did. I, I went to the gym. I had a training session already. Yeah. Remember when I did my my impression of Bergeron at Flappers? When you smashed me in the head with the microphone? When <laughs> yes. Bergeron was doing the, uh, and I, I call him Bergeron, like, like we hung out on the playground. When Mr. Bergeron, Tom. Oh, it's fine. Uh, when you did uh, the, uh, and you put it on uh, the Twitter, uh, you grabbing the invisible rope. Oh, right. Doing to, your to ab, the work. ab workout, yeah. Let's just remember that? And then yes. uh, you smashed me. I was right. trying to mic you uh, like uh, with like a, almost like a boom mic, an improvised boom mic. Right. And you did a crunch right into the mic. Well, because I don't, I I don't have the uh, I don't have the ab power of a Tom right. Bergeron. Yeah. I have, uh, so I came up quickly. I couldn't stop midway like he can. I there's no question. He's old enough. No offense. You're old enough to be my father, and yeah, I'm you 62. are you are yeah. like I I can't do the seven minute workout without. Like, I was nauseous this morning trying to do the seven-minute workout. Are you back on the seven-minute workout? I, I'm, I'm going back on, but i got to figure out how long does it take well, seven to, minutes. to work out. No. <laughs> how, <laughs> how many? Ideally. You, you might not be familiar with your money back. But like, but, like, have you ever gone through a phase where you didn't work out at all, and then you started again, and you were nauseous afterwards? Yes. How long does that take to go away? Uh, well, that level of nausea, usually four to five minutes. <laughs> no, but, no, I mean, like, how many days can oh, you... Oh, you got to give yourself a couple weeks to get back back into it's, the it's fitness horrible. saddle, as it were. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I'm not in, I'm not in good shape. What is the seven minute workout apart from just being seven minutes? <laughs> that doesn't sound very impressive, no, does it? Not really. And it sounds. It's designed to give you a full workout. Basically, it's thirty minute increments. Nope, uh, 30, thirty second. Thirty second increments with only ten seconds in, of rest in between them, and they get, they take you through. Uh, it's just body resistance, so it's like... Uh, Sounds like exercise resistance. <laughs> it's just regular yeah, exercise. Yeah. It's like jumping jacks, uh, squats, okay. um, Wait, planks. What are they? Squats. Squats. Squat. Yeah. The, there's an app that takes you through it, and it says squats in a funny voice, which is almost worth it just to try, just to hear that once. But yeah, it's, it's it, what is it? It's 14 different things. Yes, sir. Uh, with with 10-second breaks in between them, and, and the culmination, like to do it all at once, if you really do it, it it makes it, it gives you the sensation of uh, a full workout. Okay, uh, but it's made, made to be, you nauseated. It did. I got news for you. You know who? Uh, you know who else uh, joined back in with the seven minute workout today? You? I did. Yeah. I wanted because I didn't have time to run today, so I went. You know what? I'll do the seven minute. Haven't mm-hmm. done in a while. Uh, no nausea here, baby. Ready to go. Plank, right. squat, whatever you need me to do. Yeah, I'm just very. I'm a very weak person. I'm strong, stronger <laughs> than you. Weak. I'm not Bergeron <laughs> strong, but I'm stronger than you. No question about it. Yeah. How long could you plank if you had to right now? Oh, that sounds like a, some sort of a challenge. No, 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 no. Cause, <laughs> no, because I've already planked today. And it, um, I don't know. The worst sentence I've ever said in my life. <laughs> right? Yeah. Already, yeah, you could go blind, you know. Right? You plank too much? How, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what do you do a plank, Tommy B? How long do you do? You do, do you plank? Is that something you do? I, intermittently. The long, I used to do plank challenges at, at the show for Friday. Fridays, we'd have a production meeting, and I'd have everybody planking before we went in for our, our meeting. And the longest we went, I think, was three and a half minutes. That, and, that, and then you collapsed, or, then was, or you could have gone longer? Three, maybe 3.35. I could sounds have like five it, seconds more. Yeah, five <laughs> seconds more. It almost sounds but like we do have to do it, a blank off today. I, oh, Jesus. I, 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 no, you're in. Come oh, on, you, you're right, fun. Yeah. You're morning show fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I could maybe do a minute. I could do a minute. Maybe. I've already done maybe. four. I did four and a half minutes this morning. Oh, that's good. Wow. So that's I great. can't. Uh, you did four and a half minutes at once? No, that's no. I no. did thirty seconds at a time. But the point is this: no, I, yeah, I did four and a half minutes. That's impressive. And I listen. I by the end of it, it was horrible. Yeah. But I, uh, so I don't think I could even make a minute right now. You don't think you're recovered from that? Do we do it now or when we come back? I think we. Who's in on this? I wish I, I wasn't we, early. <laughs> <laughs> well, you come in here with your gym body and you're yeah. flaunting it in yeah. front of us. This well, is the, you're the pro- a, uh, yeah, I'm in cargo pants and a t-shirt. For God. Yeah, but we see the muscle. You're certain, showing uh, off. The, yeah, the, 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 yeah. the sleeve is tighter on the bicep. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't uh, yeah me. Yeah. In the interest of our listener, the, yeah. pe- the people who don't watch the video, I'd say maybe we do this in the break and then report back. We are not doing it in the break. If we're going to do it, we're doing it on air so that, uh, we're, A, we're killing time. Bergeron so has nothing to offer us. <laughs> <laughs> we got to kill time with yeah, him. Yeah, he has his, his planking prowess to offer us. Oh, he's going to kill us. Yeah. Do we do it now? When do we do it? Oh, we don't have to do it at all. the car and start again. <laughs> we don't have to do it. We're not doing it. We're out. All right. Well, now you've teased it. Well, you you know you want to, you don't want to do it. Bergeron's very clear he doesn't want it on yeah. this. Yeah, I already worked out. I, didn't come, I came here to just hang out, not work. Don't get mad. Though. I'm, I'm feeling get glad. Little... By that I mean go <laughs> to Tom right. Bosley. Yeah, you that's right. Oh. Dig him up and find if he has a oh, trash Tom bag with Bosley. him. Well, didn't he do a? Uh, wasn't he a priest in one of his shows? He was. He father was Father Murphy. Uh, father uh, Murphy. No. The no. Father Murphy mysteries. Is that what it was? But it's father not Murphy. Dowling. It's not Father Dowling. Dowling. Father Dowling. Dowling. Mysteries. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And there was a lady on that, right? Wasn't there the young lady who may or may not have been on Fish? Was she his uh, partner? The young oh, lady from Fish? Boy, I pulled the name and that's know. about it. That's Is all. It I'm Miller? Something Miller? No? Anybody? There, um, Tracy Nelson. 
Tracy, Tracy Nelson, Nelson, Rick uh, Nelson's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sister of the Nelsons, who, of course, come up on this show way too often. Yes. We bring up the Nelson brothers a lot. Really? Do you? Yeah, we don't know why. <laughs> Nelson Brothers was also a furniture store in Chicago when I was growing up. What do you think about that? That's something that's never come up in all of our Nelson wow. talk. <laughs> and you know what? Tom Bosley bought all his stuff there. That's the oh. synergy of the whole thing. Circle. Yeah. We did a sketch on Conan once. Uh, Brian Kiley wrote it, we did, and we filmed it. It was a pre-shoot where the 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 payoff, This it was a three-minute sketch, a filmed thing around the office, and the payoff was uh, Conan looking at the camera going, damn it, I could have gotten Tom Bosley. <laughs> and between us shooting it and it going to air, guess who dies? Oh, Tom really? Tom Bosley. Yeah. He had the worst main accent in, in the business because he would be on Murder, She Wrote. And he was the one who would famously say, Jessica, there's been a murder. <laughs> and it was every week. No one suspected her, of course. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was a pretty bad main accent. Uh, and then we lost him. The great Tom yeah, Boston. Yeah. Now, listen, we're going to talk about more people that died right after this. Matt Belknap. Jimmy Pardo. Now, during the show today, we talked about the watch I'm wearing today. This is my everyday uh, watch. Mm-hmm. When I jazz it up, as we said on the show, what do I do? You like to put on a movement watch. MVMT watch. That's what I do, too. Uh, I like to dress up and look nice and uh, and uh, snazzy for the uh, the evening. And so I, I actually have two movement watches, and uh, sometimes it's hard to decide which to wear. Uh, uh, I enjoy mine. It looks nice. Uh, you know, they also look nice casually. Yeah. I just uh, I, I keep track of my steps. Mm-hmm. And uh, for reasons to this second, I don't understand. <laughs> I I know I know when I've walked enough. I know when I haven't walked enough. Yeah. Yet I need to have a piece of material tell me on my wrist. Uh, hey, close. Well, you're a screw job and it's obvious you can't get over these weird arbitrary numbers that uh, are floating around in your head. But for the rest of us, wait, what's a screwdriver? Like I'm nuts. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, you know, I actually thought the way you said it uh, made it sound like it was like a NASA term. Uh, like, uh, well, that's oh, that guy's a screwdriver. Yeah, he's the guy that does all the numbers and the stuff with the. Uh, with all right. Nuts if that makes bolts. you feel better, then go with that. But I meant you're crazy. Yeah. I, well, I'll admit that. I'm more. No, it does not make me feel better. I know I'm crazy. <laughs> all right. But knowing you're crazy makes you less crazy, right? That, does it? No, not really. So for the rest of the world, uh, just put on a nice looking watch. You can wear it to work. You can wear it uh, casually. You can wear it out for a nice night uh, on the town. These movement watches are super sexy looking. I know from firsthand experience, but you can find out even just by looking at their website because you get a gr- great look at them over there. Well, these guys are guys, Matt, uh, you know, they're a couple of college kids. They're uh, down in the luck. They don't have any money. Well, they were a couple of college kids. Let's, let's not pretend. They like, were. No, they were. They were. Now they're full grown men. Right. But back then. Running the, sh- running the shit out of this game let called me, watches. Let me, uh, let, me, let me get this point across. <laughs> these guys wanted to wear stylish watches. They couldn't afford them. Right. Right, they can afford whatever the fuck they want now. But Are you, these get, off the, get, get off their, their ass! <laughs> I'm not. I'm all over their ass. Watch the language for Christ's sake. These, these guys. are guys that tell time. These guys are my men. These are my boys. Does anybody really know what time it is? These two guys. The do. song's not about time, idiots. Huh? It's not about. It's, it's not about time. Don't put the word time in the title, then, dum dum. It's about time. It's about what's going on in the world, man. Does anybody really know what time it what is? What time is it? No. <laughs> That's it's like the, that. It's like slang. That's Morris Day. Oh, I was just quoting a like a. It's a sample. Someone sampled that in another song that I know. Isn't that more? That's Morris Step Day. Step into though, the right? AM by Third Base. Yeah, well, AM is the morning. That's that's time. It's not about time, Jimmy. Oh Christ! It's the worst <laughs> conversation I've ever had, and I've started it. You know uh, what is about time? Movement watch. Movement watch. Now listen, they're not unlike us here. Never not funny. We started with nothing, and now we have an empire. Not as big as other empires, but we have an empire. 
Um, That's because these guys are moving watches. Their empire is incredible. These guys know how to do it. They walk around. These guys can't move around their office without stepping on a watch. <laughs> no. <laughs> Seems like you'd lose money if that well, were the they, case. Well, listen, nobody said they those watches up. They know how to start their business. They don't know how to run it. Right. Uh, by selling their products entirely right. online, MVMT was able to cut out the middleman and retail markup. In order to provide you the best possible watches, they start about $95. Repeat, 95 bucks. That is a fraction of what it will cost at a department store. It's a nice price, guys. When you see these watches, you'll understand how nice a price that is. Classic design. Yes, minimal. Quality construction. Beautiful. Style minimalism. They've sold over 500,000 watches in over 160 countries. That's crazy. I even have one. Yeah. Well, I have two, so. I've been getting compliments on it from the second I put it on. I mean, that's why I don't wear it every day. I'm just tired of attention. It's like enough already. I feel like I feel like Tom Bergeron at an airport. You know what? Speaking of Bergeron, I, I love these gym shoes. Uh, uh, I got to yeah. I, I meant to ask him what the brand those were. I wrote it down. Okay. I like them. They're yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, step up your watch game. See why people across the world love MVMT watches. I also like their logo. Mm-hmm. I also like movement. I, I, I'm a fan of it's called movement, but I like that it's MVMT. Do you like? To move it, move it. And like the moment, moment. Like the moment, moment. Go to MVMT.com slash never repeat now. MVMT.com slash never. You're going to get 15% off today with free shipping, free returns. MVMT make great watches as well, whether you're celebrating a grad or a dad. <laughs> oh, Father's Day. That's a great Father's Day gift. MVMT is the perfect place to shop. That is MVMT.com slash never. That is a great. It is. Perfect. Right? Who doesn't like a new watch? Hey. Nice, nice price point. Shows you care. You pick out a style that fits your dad. Right? He doesn't like it. He can go online and pick another one, but then he sees what it costs. Mm-hmm. Then he knows you didn't uh, spend $500 at a retail store. If you spend 100 bucks on your dad for Father's Day, that's pretty damn good. Hey, man. the guy's done enough for you. Your father's done a lot for you. I know, but that's a... Fool him into thinking you spent more than 100 <laughs> He won't return it. He'll love it. Just don't pick a shitty one. <laughs> There is no shitty one. It was a trick question. Not at the MVMT.com <laughs> slash never. MVMT.com slash never. Join the movement. Movement watches. A better way to keep time. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2018. Once again, we are in the future. Those are uh, Matt Bell and that's words, not mine. And, of course, the great Steve Miller got hurt in the process. Uh, <laughs> Tom, you like Steve Miller? Is that a band that you enjoy? I'm not a big music guy. So thank you for your time. Tom Bergeron, <laughs> everybody. Can I leave? What now? does that mean? You're not a big music guy. For a former DJ, I, I used the music to basically give me time to write sketches or mm-hmm. do stuff. So I, I've never like I'm not a concert person. I'm not a big, not a big music. Guy. I mean, I like music, but I'm just not a, a, a band fan. You're not. So you ha- you don't have a favorite band. No. Does your wife have a favorite band that then drags you to a concert and forces no. you to see? No. She doesn't like music either. She likes it. We're happy it exists. <laughs> You're not against it. Not against You're it. You're not uh, John no. Lithgow in Footloose. No, You're not against no, music. You're no. not protesting ha- outside. Obviously, of I'm a fan of people dancing too. But of course, you are. Yeah. But uh, no, I've never been a big uh, big music. What guy. a weird. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't do it. I don't know if I've ever. I, I meet a lot of ladies that say they're not into music, but I've never met. Uh, a man who says that music's not his bag. Like I'm a I, I'm a news junkie. So like I I drove over here listening to, to MSNBC, Sirius XM, MSNBC, right? Yeah. Now who was on uh, Ali? Who Ari? Who's no, on? It was right uh, what's her name? Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace, the the, uh, the uh, White House uh, Confidential, whatever it's called. Deadline, it. Deadline, White House, Deadline, White House, or something. Yeah. Confidential. Now she's a conservative. Is she not? Yeah. Doesn't she lean that way? Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think she, you know what I think about. And uh, Tom, I don't know if you're friends with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I frightened her once. What uh, is it? 
What does that mean? <laughs> on The View, when she was on The View, I was I was a guest, and uh, Rosie was there at the time, and said that Nicole has a uh, a deep fear of mimes. <laughs> And I happen to have trained and studied and performed as a mime, so I proceeded to frighten her. So you did a little mimery. I did a little, you know, the illusionary wall, and it was literally freaking her out. Was it really? It was really freaking her out, yeah. Hmm. Now, clowns, I get why people would be, because clowns are inherently creepy, but why would you be afraid of mime? I don't know. You'd you'd have to ask her. Uh, I I will probably never have a chance to speak to her. But if I do, first thing... Yeah, do I go mime as opposed to politics. I think that yeah, just uh, uh, what and she'll she'll cut and run. She will. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love her as a um, uh, as somebody that's around the round table. Yes, uh, I don't know if she's necessarily the greatest. Uh, well, she's still getting. Still getting I get the footing. sense she's getting her footing and yeah. kind of learning the difference between being a panelist yes. and being the moderator, being the one who's in charge of moving it all along and giving every. She interrupts too much. Yes, uh, right now, but but that that'll come in time, I think. I hope so because yeah. uh, I actually do. Uh, I do think she has a lot to offer. I yeah. think I enjoy yeah. her uh, voice over there. Yeah. I also like the other fellow, the uh, the former uh, Republican. Uh, what's his name? I can't pull his name right now. Steve. Steve, somebody else. Kurnacki? No, I like him, though, a lot. Yeah, that's not good. Sanders, is it? No, that's not a 2 and 0 Yeah, Steve Sanders. That's Ian Ziering's character. No, the guy, he uh, he was the, the campaign manager for... Uh, who ran against Barack Obama? Son of a bitch. Okay. Mitt Romney. What is that guy's name? Oh, I know who you mean. Steve, yeah. Is it Steve something? Yeah. Heavy set guy? Yeah. I, I, I can't think of his last name either, but he's, he's good. But too. I like him, oh, too. Yeah. Steve Rogers. Yes, no, Captain America. That's the guy from the comic. He's a political Captain America. <laughs> That's right. Just loves this country, doesn't he? That's right. That's right. Now, Tom, you Schmidt. are no... What is it? Schmidt. That's it. Steve Schmidt. Steve Schmidt. Uh, He's yeah. good. Yes. You are no stranger to... Then we'll go around the horn gear and uh, stay tuned. We'll say hello to you. Uh, <laughs> you are no stranger to the uh, Twitter world. Now, you are on a... No. Here's what fascinates me about you. You uh, are... And the world that you have to live in. You're on a primetime television show that goes... Really, to what we call Red America. Sure. They love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love your show. That's your bread and butter. Yet, you you are not afraid to show your political leanings on Twitter. Nope. And you get hit hard. Yeah. And what I think is interesting, what you do, whereas I cut and run, to use your words, you fight back. Yeah, I try not to make it personal. Uh, like, usually I'll just correct their spelling, because that's <laughs> really a, a consistent problem. <laughs> but I try not to make it, make it personal, uh, because ultimately I believe in everybody's right to express what they believe politically, including if uh, they're taking issue with my belief. If it gets really schoolyard silly... I'll just block them. Yeah. Little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you blocked a lot? I've had a, uh, a, a lot. number, a number, particularly, and I find on Instagram, that's where they're crazier. Oh, huh. they're, they're actually, uh, I, I've, on behalf of some people who support my point of view, the anti-Trump point of view, uh, I feel like they get into uh, uh, pitched battles with some of the spell check people, mm-hmm. uh, and I block the spell check people because I feel don't don't pick on my supporters like right. that. You know, they, when it gets too personal as opposed to issue related, then then I'm apt to block then people. Gone. Yeah, 
Uh, now, if I remember correctly, the last time Tom was here was obviously before the election, so. where our running joke was that we were Trump supporters. That was yeah, our running right. joke on the show. Right. And boy, did we regret that joke. Yeah, yeah. Boy, is that a joke. <laughs> now you're regret. just running. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, it's been uh, even as I was driving over here, uh, listening to the latest tweet storm uh, and, and various members of the administration saying, oh, you should not pay attention to it. <laughs> Don't ignore the man behind. Behind the curtain, right? And and uh, the deputy press secretary saying, "No, that's his that's his preferred method of communicating with the American public." So you don't even know no. who to believe among right. the spokespeople, let alone whatever he's you know waking up at three in the morning and venting about. And uh, I'm a big fan of the person that then tells you, uh, "Don't be distracted by this. There's still more going on." No shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm able to think about two things at once. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Don't need you to remind me yeah. to do that. But they're yeah. kind of connected because what he's ranting about is tends to be. Are you eating a Kit Kat? What is going on over there? I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was oh, unbelievable. Taking the things out from We're having a package. serious conversation We're about the about fate the of our issues, country. And if anybody, you're the most involved of anybody here. Yes. Now, did you march on Saturday? No, I went no. down there. I that, put the sunscreen on. That said, do you have any more Kit Kat? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. News. I would give this you This guy one. was in news with a puppet at one point. <laughs> That's <career>. right. <laughs> That's some of my best memories with that puppet. What was the puppet's name? Uh, Bob. That was right, Bob. Al Rosenberg, who wrote for uh, Howard Stern and Imus and brilliant guy. And, and as we found out not a bad puppeteer really? either. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, Tom, let me go around the all board. Right, okay. we'll get, we're going to get back into the issues, sure. uh, unless uh, Elliot's got more rappers he wants to uh, <laughs> uh, undo. What are you, an old lady in a movie? What are you doing? You got a Charleston chew? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got these b- pins that you put on my desk, and I was trying to unwrap them so that I would be able to, to show them in some way if it came around to me. I was trying to do my job, and I had my microphone off, and I was trying to be quiet, and I wasn't quiet enough. I'm sorry. You have to know that rustling plastic is going to make noise. You do foley work on the side. <laughs> you have to know that. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like walking through the the forest when you rustle the, you know. That's where I thought I was in the forest. Right, you said you were in the candy a book on forest. Too? Yes. Yeah, here in the candy forest, stepping on Kit Kats. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Now is when you do it. <laughs> I did it and you have no instincts whatsoever about comedy. <laughs> Why who in your life said get into comedy? Who was it? I'm very serious. Look how fake mad I am over this. Uh, all right, let's check in over there at the Pop Goals Museum. He is sponsored by dogpile.com. That's Garen Cockrell. Hello, Garen. Hello. Now, Garen, you are wearing the new enamel, the one of the set of the new uh, Never Not Funny enamel pins that are now available over at, wait, where's the, where are they available at, Matt? Uh, podswag.com. Podswag.com. Now, Tom, they just issued a, the Never Not Funny cast enamel pins. Uh, you, get our, you get each of our faces plus Never Not Funny logo. And uh, all for $30. Do I think that's a high price point? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> what would you have priced it at? 29 <laughs> Okay. You know, just to fold the brain. It's that extra buck that just makes you crazy. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what I, I... 30 seems... Is 30 fair? I don't know. I don't know what you it costs to make them. Psychologically, you go with something like twenty nine ninety nine. It would have worked. Yeah. 30 flat seems 30 like... 30 flat just seems like they gave up. <laughs> what do you want to price? I don't know, 30. I don't know, 30, done. Done. What about 29 and I? Stop talking. We've yeah, settled on 30. Yeah. We already made it 30. Um, what, uh, and you're wearing your own face on your uh, shirt for humor. I'm wearing the Garen. Which, uh, are you happy with your... Uh, yeah. You better be. Likeness? Striking blue eyes. You look uh, great. It do not good. have... It looks good from... I got to tell you, it looks just like you. Only, right. You know, it's like scary. shrunken. Tom, take a look at these things closer. Take yeah. a look at... I'm going to show you each... I'm going to show you each of them. You tell me who you think it is. All right. <laughs> right? If you can't identify uh, which Who's is this which. guy? 
Uh, it looks a little like Tom Brokaw. <laughs> oh, well, no, we, no I'll, go, I'll go with you. I'll that. take that compliment. You know, I had uh, <laughs> when I was doing AFE, they made uh, bobbleheads. And the first one they made, uh, I, I I was looking at it. It looked like the love child of Prince Charles and George W. Bush. Well, you couldn't oh. have been happy with that. Did, I wasn't thrilled. <laughs> so they went back and they made a couple more that that looked like me, and then I left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring Mario in. Yeah, that's right. right? Or Alfonso. Uh, yeah. or Alfonso. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mario, yeah. Why did I assume? I just assumed it was Mario Lopez who <laughs> takes every other job. Uh, all right. Who's that? If you, uh, you're never going to guess that one. Oh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. There's a little Kit Kat dangling out of the mouth. <laughs> That's, that's a giveaway. He had a Jim Croce mustache at one point. Well, yeah, no, it's chose. a very, yeah, it's a very Jim Croce. Uh, oh, it's it, it's a little Ron Jeremy meets Jim Croce. Yeah, uh, yeah. You I'm a big him? fan of that. He's right. getting a lot of that on Twitter. Oh, getting, is that right? He's getting some heat oh, on Twitter. Okay. That is Ron Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Garen one you've already seen. Right. That's, uh, that's it up close. Uh, yeah, and yeah. of course that's yours? The, the last one of course is Rachel Maddow. Oh, that looks good. That's very good. What do you keep calling Rachel Maddow? Not wrong. You know, there is a little Rachel. Out of there. Yeah. All I, I just saw that they got the hair right, and I was like, fine. There you go. You did it's it. Good. All right. All right. Really? So these are available for $30 over at podswag.com. Does the little bag come with them? I can't answer that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say no. No. All right. Wait, where's the logo? Is the logo? Oh, yeah. I, 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 logo I didn't have to get the confirmation on Tom for the logo. I, I wanna, if he thinks that's that. one of us, then. Very nice. <laughs> uh, can I tell you, the, the response that I got, speaking of Twitter, to being here last time was amazing. Well, that was nice. It was really, yeah. really good. And that's why, uh, why I came back. I said, wow, that's, that's a, you can't need that ego stroke. <laughs> that ego stroke. <laughs> well, don't you get that from the dancing program? Sure. But I had a good time here, and I, you know, you, you texted me or, or private tweeted me. What's the I don't private message, private which message. I don't like using it. That's but all right. It, uh, it worked. It did work, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you something about Tom Bergeron. If the answer is yes or no, gets back to you faster than anybody in the world. Professional. Nice. Cares about this business. That's mm-hmm. right. It's all about the business. <laughs> I was uh, I was playing tennis with my uh, wife and son, and uh, and Matt said, "Hey, dumbass, did you book anybody?" And I went, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, luckily, I was first flying back from Boston uh, Saturday, and and here I am. You went uh, if I if I if I'm following your Twitter correctly, you went to some sort of a horse show over the weekend. I did. Uh, the Shatners, uh, William and Liz Shatner, have uh, the Hollywood Charity Horse Show every year. And it, it benefits uh, a number of charities that they support, and, and my wife and I were there Saturday. Yeah. Were you there supporting, or were you there in a uh, in a uh, hosting role? No, not hosting at all. No, Bill does all that, and Liz does that, and uh, we were there just to support it and be part of the the you know, fundraising and all that stuff. Now, when you when it, when you show up to an event like that, are you are you mobbed by people, or do are they say uh, he's obviously on his day off, leave him alone? No, it's it's not. I mean, some people come up for pictures, and you do some press while, while you're there, and uh, you know, no direct eye contact, of course. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> That's a given. Understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, please. <laughs> uh, Howie Mandel fist bump. You know, all that stuff. Right. But uh, but no, it's fine. It's fun. You don't mind. You don't mind. I when do people not. Come up. I do not. If you're in the if Tom Bergeron's in the airport, funniest uh, time at the airport at LAX. Uh, this happened about a year ago, and uh, I'm in in line. We're all waiting to get on. This woman comes up and says. Uh, I just wanted to say hi. I'm a fan. I you probably don't want to be recognized. I, I said no. It's 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 quite all right. Thank you very much. She goes. I just love when you travel and the food and all. I went, huh? She goes, you're Anthony Bourdain. Right? I said, no, I'm not. She goes, I, I understand. You don't want to be bothered. She said, no, I'm really not Anthony Bourdain. Uh, did, did she never figured out? No, no. She probably yeah. I no, like, no. Yeah, I met Bourdain. Uh, Neil Gorsuch. Dick. 
You get that, right? I get that. Yeah, I got that when he was uh, through his confirmation. Now he's disappeared now. He's on the Supreme Court. We'll only see him occasionally. But yeah. Yeah. Didn't you? I think you even tweeted out about that, didn't I, you? I may, have made a, I may have made a joke, not at your expense, because he's a good-looking guy. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I noticed the resemblance. Yeah. If they cast the movie, he's your guy. Yeah. I, of course, will be Corey, Lewand- uh, Corey Lewandowski if they uh, there you go. Right, make that movie. Oh, that, and if they, that. By the way, if they don't come to me, I'll be infuriated. Right. Yeah. It's Seriously. the one effing thing I've got going for me <laughs> is that I look like that guy, and I'll have just about five lines. Exactly what you want. It's to perfect five-line role. That's all I want. Nice. Yeah. That's all I can do, Tom. <laughs> Can't memorize you'll be, more than You'll that. be on a screen, like, be, you're a talking head on Fox News in yes. the background of a shot, and they'll be like, hey, they got that guy to do. Right. Corey Lewandowski. <laughs> it's going to come up. He talked to the Although, Russians, is he right? coming back? Are they hiring him? He's doing something, right? He's supposed to be. They were talking about, or some uh, reports had him coming back into the White House to be part of this uh, rapid response team to all the Russian right. investigations. Uh, that Jared Kushner was supposed to be part of, too. And then suddenly he's being investigated. So, you know, it's um, but uh, today they came out and said they will not uh, invoke executive privilege to stop Comey from. Oh, did that come out today? Mm -hmm. I did not hear that. Yeah. So he in three days, that's going to be well well worth watching. Is it? it, Now, let me ask you a question. I'm very serious. Yeah. Is it going to be, or is it going to be Rachel with the tax returns all over again? Are that we was going to be bummed out? Yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, that was unfortunate. Yeah. That uh, Boy, we all rushed home, though, didn't we? We all, here we go. I, I was suspicious, though. I, oh, I, you don't I, trust Rachel. Uh, no, I trust, <laughs> I love Rachel. Uh, I, I, I didn't think they had as much as they were alluding to, and, and tr- right. I was right. Uh, but with Comey, I think my, my sense is that he wants to set straight this whole idea that he, he uh, on three occasions, uh, reassured the president he wasn't being investigated and all of this. I think it's going to be interesting. Do you think it's going to be smoking gun time or do you think it's just going to be uh, just uh, moving the uh, the puck down the ice? I, th- I think Is it has. Anybody happy with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't metaphor. realize there were guns in <laughs> yeah, hockey. In hockey yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a Van Damme movie all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it has the potential to go either way, frankly. Yeah. It, it could be another uh, disappointment, but I don't think so. I think Comey's itching to get there and to say whatever he can. Yeah, I think so. We, we, at, the, at the march on Saturday, uh, Ben Sherman, Congressman Ben Sherman, pointed out that uh, C-SPAN's going to get their biggest ratings in history this yeah, Thursday. Yeah, eight or nine people. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're going to double it. I think, yeah, I, think yeah. I think it's Brad Sherman. What did I say? Ben Sherman, which there's a clothier. That's who was there. It was the guy talking about Ben it, Sherman, about the guy who makes work clothes. And, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he just made a nice comment right. to me. Yeah. Well, I was wearing a Ben Sherman t-shirt. And he goes, that's my work. And by the way, Thursday, those C-SPAN ratings are going to be amazing. I said, thank you, Mr. Sherman. Interestingly, Tom Bosley got all of his clothes <laughs> yeah, from Ben from Sherman. Ben Sherman. That's true. Tom Bosley's mad. <laughs> all right, let's check in with Garen Cochran. Now, Garen, you had a big weekend. You saw this Wonder Woman, of course. I did. You love it? I did. Everybody seems to be loving this thing. Yeah, it's, it's great. I went, and they were, uh, they were all sold out when I tried to go last night. I tried to go after my show. I was going to go to a 10 p.m. show hmm. and uh, sold out. I've got, I've got tickets for tonight. You can't wait to go. So, okay. I, yeah. Do you get popcorn when you go, Tom? you a popcorn guy? Uh, no, now they serve... Alcohol and good, you know, and reasonably good food. So I'll, I'll probably just get hammered. <laughs> Isn't she wonderful? <laughs> that woman. 
Damn, you're going to ruin a funny You're going to cape ferret. I love the lasso. <laughs> now, my one, no, uh, uh, Tom, cover your ears. Cover your ears. All right, I, I have a legit question. Yeah. He's not covering. Uh, I got headphones on. That, but that counts. I, I don't know Should if I, I want to listen to this. Off? I don't know. Uh, yeah. My, my right. son's got one complaint about the movie, and uh, that the, I, I don't want to say it. No, right. say it. He, he, I'm not, I don't care about spoilers. My son's fear, uh, not fear, he, he claims that the lasso, when in use, is the only thing that looks fake. Your thoughts? Uh, it's uh, it looks, yeah. It, it it I think it looks cool, but it doesn't. It looks a little bit drawn on. That's what he said. Uh, which, but I think by design, like I think that's what they wanted. Um, but it, yeah, it almost looks like they rotoscoped in a, <laughs> a lasso. But I think that's just because they're trying to convey that it's it's you know it's glowing or whatever. I see. Um, she doesn't use the invisible plane. I hope she does not because that's goofy. Yeah. <laughs> how do you? How can you actually get a plane to be invisible and you're not invisible? Right. It's that just, would defeat the purpose. That was like yeah. you, you, Linda Carter would be flying around around in the air right she must be in an invisible plane and what is that i mean i know it's it's stupid to scrutinize any of it because like i don't know what the lasso has to do with her her heritage or her origin but what would the invisible plane have to do with amazonian women i don't don't (laughs) know that like how how did they invent that or where did you get it from Will that be in the next movie i mean i i fear it may be this movie's long right two hours 21 minutes something like that yeah oh okay i was willing to do that last night in irvine at 10 p.m i was gonna go see it and get home at 1 30 in the morning wow sold out what a mm. bummer. Then I got back on the 405, sad, listen to Roger Waters. <laughs> we, we were going to see it Saturday night, and it was, we couldn't, like, there were seats, but there were those terrible front seats. Too close. You can't yeah. do can't it. Be too close for that. Yeah, yeah. So we just went Sunday morning. You went to the 9 a.m. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned into Tom Brokaw. Not a.m. in Libya. Uh, <laughs> and you loved it as well. I loved it, yeah. Elliot, you see this thing? I know you had family issues over the weekend, but. I uh, have not seen it yet. Everybody's raving about it. Bergeron's going to see it tonight. Yeah. Maybe I got to No, I can't. I'm going to see Chicago tonight. Chicago, the band, oh, cool. is doing a uh, private show at the Whiskey A Go Go, where they got their start. It's their 50th anniversary. How many of them are original Chicago members? There's a, well, you know what? It all depends if Walter Parazator shows up. Walter is having health issues and uh-huh. doesn't make all the shows. Yeah. If he shows, it'll be four, okay. four of them. If he doesn't, it'll be three of them. All right. Uh, and they last when I saw him last year, they sounded better than ever. Great. And. Uh, That'd At the whiskey? Cool. Are you kidding me? In a tiny club. Was that two hundred people? It's crazy. Five hundred tops. I remember the album covers from my early DJ days. Yes. of all the Chicago albums. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. logo pops. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a great. Exclusive show. Nice. You know, friend of the band. I get in. Yeah, of course. Sweet. <laughs> so it's the one connection I have in show business. Let me talk about it. No, go ahead. I mean, it's great. It's a. It's probably your childhood dream come true. Like you know, you you loved them as a kid. Uh, it, it would be like. It would be like if I could uh, hang out with the Beastie Boys. Uh, only two of them are still alive, but if I could hang out with them, that would be a dream come true. I'm asking you to make that happen for me. I will. I, <laughs> okay. Now that you've already you've already made the, the Chicago I thing know. work out, I, it's it's bizarre that it's happened. It's, yeah. it's, it's bizarre that uh, that it's I. Very nice. Uh, am I disappointed they're not having me introduce them tonight? Yes. Do I also understand that I'm not famous? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I understand it. Right. But that would be. Is Joe Montana going to introduce them? It's got to be Joe, right? That's my guess. Oh, it's got to nice. be Montana. That's yeah. my guess. Joe Montana. 
was on our show and told the story about how he was in a band in the 60s and used to play gigs with with the members of Chicago before they'd formed Chicago and the, they would play the same you know circuit and then they went off and became huge and he realized I'm not that good I should try something else I'll be I'll be an actor yeah yeah and, and a great actor yeah very good my yeah. goodness yeah. is he great uh, all right, Garen, anything else of import happened over the weekend? Tom Bergeron's here. Keep your story short. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. Take as long as you want. <laughs> I don't think so. I tweeted that Tammy Laurie girl, and people are liking the hell out of it, which is oh, interesting. Oh, Tommy Lauren. Tommy, Tommy Lauren, whatever her name is. It's Tommy. Tommy. She's pretty yeah. attractive. Let's give her that. <laughs> she can have that. I told her that. Let me just read you the tweet. Oh, boy. Is this <laughs> is a new it, segment? Is that what we do now? Garen's tweets? You know they fired you, right? You don't have to do this anymore. And people are loving it. Boy, you got boy. Good for <laughs> you. you They're going nuts. Good for you. Boy, you showed her. 192 likes, Jimmy. That's a lot for me. That is wow. good. That is good for you. Yeah. So you've been liking it yourself, haven't you? <laughs> I have. Repeatedly. Yeah. Starting new accounts. <laughs> That's a lot of hats. Well, good for you. Uh, right. But, but she said something. She's a piece of work. No kidding, Jim. Stating the obvious. Uh, all right. You saw Wonder Woman. Anything else, Karen? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Uh it's weekend. Little slow weekend. Yeah. Watched a lot of Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> won't stop. Won't stop tweeting about that either. Did you finish the series yet? No. I know you were binging it or whatever. No. Doing a marathon. It's getting, wow. it's getting hard. You don't follow him on Twitter? I do. I haven't seen any of that. My algorithm, I kid you not, is literally Bergeron and Garrett. Those are the only <laughs> tweets. How do I not see? Garrett? And then Kurt Eichenwild or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, like, yeah. uh, you know, I get, then it's all. It's all. It's, seriously, it's all news. Yeah. And all our world's crumbling, and 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 here's conspiracy. This 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 is it's all happening. And, and then me and, with Dick Van Dyke. And, then you, you, exactly. <laughs> and uh, you were just with it. With I was with. Oh, I got, you had the greatest gig in the world. It was um, it was my Chicago. Tell us about it, please. Uh, there is an HBO documentary that I think premieres today called "If You're Not in the Obit." have breakfast <laughs> and that is a line of carl reiner's and and carl basically hosts this documentary put together by his manager and nephew george shapiro which features and celebrates people both well-known and others not well-known in their 90s up to 100 101 who are still active and vital etc so i was invited by george uh, to not only come to the screening uh, a week ago but also to moderate a panel with Dick Van Dyke, Carl Reiner, Mel Brooks, and Norman Lear. Could you imagine? Could and you that imagine? was the best. I'll show you. You saw the picture on, I did. on Twitter. I'll show you guys. But, uh, oh. Hello. We have a theme song for this. Oh, for showing pictures on Twitter? Now we're talking docs. Oh, oh yeah. How about that for a, for a picture, huh? With uh, me and, and Dick and, and oh, Carl. And Wi-Fi. Get out of here, Wi-Fi. Mel Brooks and yes. Norman Lear. Oh, my God. I want to see it again. More importantly, I want to see what kind of case. very nice picture, too. That case. Yeah, no, it was great. So that was just a wonderful. Uh, oh, that's a great It's picture. a really good documentary. Uh, it's funny. It's inspiring. And uh, and then to be able to sit on a on a panel and and chat with these guys was was really just a pinch yourself kind of night. And isn't it yeah. for a guy like you? You've been in this business a long time. Yeah. You, you you've interviewed a lot of celebrities. Yet when you're around guys like this, it's a little different, isn't it? It's you get you, all that yeah. youth and everything inside right. that you grew up watching. Absolutely. And and I and I love uh, talking about process too. I love how people do the stuff they do. You know, like writers. When do you write? What you, what, what do you need? Do you ever get writer's block? Uh, how do you get it? I, so I love all that. So I got to talk a bit about that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I've known Carl for the longest of that group. 
because he did my Boston talk show years ago. And so uh, we've been friends and I've done a lot of lunches and things like that. And I've gotten to really know him as as a writer, uh, as as well as a as mm-hmm. just a really wonderful guy. Great, yeah, boy, yeah. I saw that picture, and boy, boy that's the best. I couldn't have been more jealous of anything. Like, literally, <laughs> like there's four heroes, yeah, uh, and Tom Bergeron, right. in One picture. Why do you have to get hurt in that joke? That's all right. Um, Mel Brooks did a, a funny thing at one point. Uh, he he just jumped up as he's prone to do and started d- doing something, and then he turned to me, and goes. Tom, you know you're superfluous here. (laughs) We're all self-starters. And and the truth is, I think my main function was to make sure the other three guys got a word in edgewise. But it it was amazing. How great. What I love about Mel Brooks, and and, and I've told the story before, when he came on Conan once and I had a chance and I went back and it's like, if Mel Brooks is here, I'm saying hello to him. Yeah. And he chit-chatted with me. And and what I realized is he's a legend. But he's, at the end of it, the end of the day, he's just a comedian, right? And he likes being a comedian. He yes. likes to just yes. be a funny class. Like it's, I love that. Yeah, yeah, and very much so. Whereas some guys, they, they get to that age, you know, they're, they're just like, well, that was the past, and now I'm going to take myself very seriously. Yeah. He still is a guy trying to make you laugh. And he was, and he was. Uh, the whole uh, discussion is now online too. HBO documentaries put it up, so I retweeted it. So you get to see that. You get to see him doing everything from a uh, cat with a hairball to a really uh, non-PC impression of Bill Cullen, who suffered from polio. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's doing a Bill Cullen impression in 2017. Bill, I know. And, uh, and, and as he's describing who he's about to do, Dick, I'm sitting next to Dick Van Dyke, and we look at each other and go, Bill Cullen? <laughs> he's going to do Bill Cullen? He's pulling out his Cullen. Yeah. <laughs> Do you even know who that is? No. The game show host, game show host. from years ago. Wow. Yeah. And he was yeah. a good game show a host. really great guy. But as a child, had polio, so was always behind a, a, a podium. And uh, Mel was a guest on one of the shows. And at the end of the taping, Bill Cullen came out to thank him. And Mel thought he was putting him on. So he did the walk to Bill oh, Cullen no. without knowing that he actually had suffered from oh, polio. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, wow. good lord! And, yeah, and was that on live TV? <laughs> that was on. Yeah, that was so in front people. of this amazing uh, audience. At this, uh, where was that held? At? That was. Um, oh god, it was. I, I, it's I, a week ago. You know, I that had a driver. He just dropped me off. And <laughs> I, went, I went where the red carpet was. That makes sense, right? Yeah. You get out, you take yeah. a picture, take. But it was on. a great audience. I mean, it was everybody from Jim Carrey to Henry Winkler to Larry David wow. to. Uh, uh, just everybody uh, who wanted to see this once in a lifetime gathering yeah. these guys. The uh, when when Dick Van Dyke came on Conan, he we, we all literally sat at his feet as if yeah. we were listening to God speak. How was, nice is he too? He's he's Winkler nice. Yeah, it's he's, a he's Winkler nice. <laughs> yes. exactly right. And uh, and what I love is he's also he's growing his hair out in that 1970s Dick Van Dyke right, look. Right, right. And uh, he looks great. He yeah. doesn't look 90. No, no. He and he too was just trying to bring joy to people. He was just back. We talked about it actually. He just got back from London. He did a cameo in the new Mary Poppins movie. And awesome. I thought he was Bert. I thought it was. And he goes, no, it's it's the grandson of the banker. That he played okay. in Mary Poppins, and that was uh-huh. a character he had to right, convince right, right, right. Walt Disney to let him do. And so he said, "This time they're trying to put makeup on him. Don't don't try to make me look ninety. I am ninety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, have you seen the clip of him at the Denny's? Uh, of him and his uh, his singing group? They just start. Oh yeah, they break into yeah. the, the uh, Fantastics. The, is, yes. the, is the group. Yeah, and somebody uh, got it on their camera, and it's mm-hmm. just them at Denny's, and they break into a barbershop quartet. <laughs> That's the best. And one would go, "Wow, what an idiot old man!" But then you go. 
think about it. It's Dick Van Dyke. It's a right. joy. And yeah. I, I yeah. watched that upwards of 4,000 times. <laughs> Darren, your thoughts. Dick Van Dyke. All right, Karen. Love him. Uh, Could get my mic out. Now, Garen, of course, just celebrated his birthday uh, what, a week ago, right? Uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, now, uh, over the weekend, uh, Kenny G had a birthday, who got a lot of play on this show yes, last week. Uh, Kenny G just, uh, I think it might be today. <laughs> I'm going, what does this have to do with Kenny G? This is Kenny G, and maybe the worst song you've ever heard in your entire life. You don't like music to begin with, so this is really going <laughs> to no, be hard no, for you. Don't miss, it's not that I don't like music, I'm just not a big, right. you know. You're on record, I, I just have to add it to Wikipedia. I'm virtual one hate, it's music. Right. But if you had ever heard this before, you could be forgiven for writing off music entirely. did Kenny G walk through a plane playing? Recently. Recently. Yeah. Is that not a yeah. sad video that to was watch? Almost, if I was on a flight, I'd rather get in, beat up on United, I think. <laughs> right, then. Yeah, then yeah, yeah, I have to do with him going up and down the, and the look on his face may be even more uncomfortable. Like, yeah. just the... Yeah, it's yeah, me, yeah. and I'm doing this. Yeah, really. And it's sort of like when you're at a, a, at a Mexican restaurant, and they come over and play by the table, and you just really want to eat. Just please go away. <laughs> what are you doing? You stare at them for a yeah, minute, and yeah. then you, I make eye contact with yeah. the chest. Yeah. Because I don't, want, I don't want them to think I'm ignoring them, but I also don't want to look in their eyes, because that creeps me out. You know what? Right. If you accidentally, wink, wink, flick guacamole from a chip, it really... <laughs> oh, it, that, it shuts it down? It That's does, signal. pretty much, yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't really mean... I didn't mean to scoop that much. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good advice. Good yeah. yeah, good advice. Yeah. Uh, what were you, what was the thing that was overplaying the? It was the Dick Van Dyke at tennis. All right, play a little bit. <laughs> oh, I lost it. Hold it's, on. It sounds like it was uh, Chi Chi Bang Bang. Yeah, that's what he's yeah. doing. He's doing yeah, Chi yeah, Chi Bang Bang. That's right. How great is it? At Denny's, could you imagine you're at Denny's? First of all, you're seeing Dick Van Dyke at Denny's and you're you're confused by that. Right. Um, all right, that's enough. When you, if Dick Van Dyke walked into Denny's, wouldn't you spend the entire time going, boy, that guy looks like Dick Van Dyke? Exactly. You yeah, wouldn't right. think You'd it's be like, him. That can't be. Can't I was be. interviewing him uh, when his book came out at Barnes & Noble over... Uh, uh, at the Grove, and we were talking about how Maury Amsterdam, who played Buddy Sorrell, wrote lyrics to the Dick Van Dyke Show theme, which Dick then sang and in its entirety. So brought good, that, right? Yeah, just so good. And and you know, people eat it up. <laughs> He's such a nice man. Yeah, he really is. Uh, Winkler, nice. That's true. Because yeah? Henry is is an extremely nice guy. Uh, and Hanks, those are the three. Those yeah, are the three that go. I find uh, yeah. to be. Uh, uh, my Bergeron's a close four. Mm. <laughs> right, only because he's here. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, I can turn. <laughs> uh, we're checking with Elliot Hopper over there in Mission Control. Elliot, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well. You're doing okay. You had a, you had a rough weekend. We're well, not going to get into details. Yeah, but uh, I did visit my father, and I bring that up because you're talking about uh, Mel Brooks. My dad worked for Mel Brooks as a projectionist. His oh, that's right. Projectionist wow. Wait, say it again. I just stepped over what you just said. I, was, I pulled a Nicole Wallace. That's on. right. Uh, or me. Uh, 20th Century Fox, he was uh, Mel Brooks' projectionist for a number of years at the little theater. And what does that mean? That means like that Mel would walk into this little theater and say, show me reel three, yeah. and your dad would put it on. My dad would, would do the dailies for whatever film he was working on, or sometimes he would be doing research and he would run a film from somebody else, whatever. The one thing I wanted to say about Mel that my dad told me was that my dad, my dad has a strong opinion about most people, and it's usually 
Not positive. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, with Mel Brooks, uh, he said one of the things he really respected about Mel Brooks is that he knew how to do every person's job. He had worked with lighting. He had worked with sound. He had worked with the electric. So if he wanted a thing, he would say to that person as a director, here's how, all right, here's what I want. He'd wait to see if the person did it. If they didn't do it the way he wanted, he'd say, here's how, it's, here's how you can get what I want. And he would be able to tell them because he'd That's done really cool. it. He'd tried it and he understood it all. And I always thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So I thought I'd share that. Thank you. Nice. Hope for everybody. It's crazy <laughs> for a guy who was a writer and a comedian to also be able to pick up all those other like skills. Jerry Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's in the hospital, right? Did I just read that? Oh, is that oh, right? That true? I think I, I just saw that this morning. Kara uh, looked that up. Let's make sure he's still Jerry Lewis, right who created house. the the whole playback that is now you know commonly used, to, where you can shoot a scene, then go look at the monitor and just see how it played and all that. Oh. That was all his I did not know invention. That. Yeah. Did you uh, ever uh, spend some time with Jerry Lewis? Yeah, I, I worked with uh, with him on the muscular dystrophy uh, telethon for you a few did. years, of course you did. and uh, and got to, I, and I would do the overnight shift. Yes, you would <laughs> at midnight to five uh, when he would take a break, uh, and and a few of those years I got to work with the Muppets, which I always enjoy. And, and there was this one act, Bob the Spoon. Uh, I don't know if I told this story last night. Bob the didn't. Spoon, and he would play Flight of the Bumblebee on spoons of different sizes. And so it's like 2 in the morning, and they cut to me, and I'm looking at this guy, and I figured, eh, it's 2 in the morning. So I said, I'm looking at Bob the Spoon, and I'm thinking, what the fork was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Now let's go to the toad boy. <laughs> let's go to the <laughs> We do this at Veggie Hall, the park castathon that I've invited you on. Sadly, you're not uh, you've usually not been on the town. East Coast, I think. Yeah. And uh, the reason we initially did it from uh, uh, 6P to 6A, and the original reason was I loved the telethon because you yeah. never knew who, like, is Stephen Eady going to come out at 4 right, o'clock or right. is it going to be Bob the Spoon? Bob the Spoon. But somebody's coming out at 4 o'clock. And it's always the best because it's yes. just, and your head is a little bit gooey at mm-hmm. that point, too, which makes it even more enjoyable. Yes. It really does. I, I would, uh, in Boston years ago, uh, I hosted a daily TV talk show, but I took a weekend shift on WBZ radio because I wanted that overnight experience that I loved. So I would do a midnight Friday night into 6 o'clock uh, Saturday morning. At one point, I had uh, several surviving cast members of the Andy Griffith show on multiple lines. It's like 3 in the morning. This station reaches 50 states, and it was just surreal. You know, you're talking to uh, Howard Sprague at 3 a.m. Right. You know, it's just very surreal. Uh, Matt, wait, wait, I can't put those names. Max Bear? No, that's not right. Mac. Max Bear. Uh, yeah, from uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, fuck. I'm thinking of the wrong show. Oh, Pardon my language. What the hell? How much? Like, what, what? God damn it! Huh. From Andy Griffith? Yeah, I panicked. Okay. You <laughs> try to get a barber? That's Floyd. The, yeah, Floyd but no. The I, you know what? I literally was thinking when he said Andy Griffith, I was thinking Beverly Hills. Uh, Hillbillies. Hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody, did anybody watch Meet the Press yesterday? With no, uh, no. Uh, there was a gentleman from the Washington Post who uh, locked up like I just did. Really? And, and uh, uh, what's his name? I can't pull his name. Uh, Todd. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the the host Chuck, Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd, Todd, Todd. says, uh, you know, uh, 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 and you know, uh, Bob. What do you think? He goes, well, I think that. It, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What I think is, 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. Oh, and, then, and then Chuck Todd took away and went smoothly and then went back. Now, Michael, you probably have thoughts on this. And then the guy was back. Whatever his okay. name was. Back. All right. He was like, yeah. you're goddamn right I do. But the first time it was like, I was like, okay, because he kind of had a little gravel in his throat. It's like, oh, he's saying he's sorry because he needs to clear his throat. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. He just locked up on live television. Right. Which you never really see anymore. No, you yeah. don't. I'm going to be doing, when I get back to New York, uh, a podcast with uh, Dan Harris from ABC News. And he... Uh, he also meditates. I, I do TM meditation. He does that. But he had a, and he actually put the, the, the footage into a documentary on mindfulness. He locked up. He was doing news on Good Morning America, and they tossed to him. And he had what he described as sort of an anxiety attack. And just like 30 seconds in, he just froze wow. and wrapped it and tried to toss it back. And of course, you know, they're not, they're, they're not, not ready. ready. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was fascinating. Wow. And that's online. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's on Netflix. I think it's a, uh, a documentary about that. And he, so he's doing a podcast. We're going to, Talk about meditation. Was he the gent that was up for uh, prices right at one point? Was he Dan Harris? I, I think the right guy. I don't think Maybe so. not. Max Bear. I think Max, Max Bear. Yeah, <laughs> Jethro. Yeah, Jethro. That's it. Yeah, he was up for prices right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, how what, do you meditate every day? Yeah, I did this morning. What does that mean? Now walk me through what that means. Well, uh, you know, TM meditation uh, is is I think it's all like Coke and Pepsi. It's the same basic technique which you you focus your attention on something in this case it's a a mantra it can be your breath it can be a word that that has import to you or and it's just a matter of sitting down and going to that in my case a mantra repeatedly thoughts intrude it's inevitable don't judge it don't think you're failing if they do i've been meditating for over 30 years thoughts always intrude you just move them aside and come back to that focal point. And you do that repeatedly, you build a mental muscle. And and the goal is, for me, is being present. Hosting live television, it's important to be present. Yeah. But it's also, you know, it, it doesn't suck in your life generally to be there <laughs> right. while it's happening. Um, so that's, yeah, I've been doing it forever. And mostly initially because I have a really bad temper. And that was a way of, of calming, uh, down. calming down. So what interests me about this is because uh, we have a friend that's been trying to talk me into doing it, and she was going to give me a free class or whatever mm-hmm. it is on meditation. And for the same reasons, I, I may or may not have a bad temper. <laughs> I may or may not fly off the handle easily. Yeah. Uh, and I always thought it would be uh, beneficial. Yeah. Yet – and what, what uh, intrigues me about you doing it is that you come from a, a performing background. You come from a comedy background, uh, Yet, you, and your mind's always working. Right. Uh, I'm always afraid that I can't shut those thoughts out. That's always my concern. Like, I can't sh- stop being cynical, and I'm always going to be going, but you're meditating. But you're meditating. You know, but, but, but that's fine. And, and, and where people stop is they think, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about all that, so I'm failing at it. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. The point is don't judge it. Just – I was yeah when I was meditating this morning I was very relaxed but also I was there, there's like part of my brain that was f- figuring some other stuff out and I would go okay you just go aside for a while and mm-hmm. and it's just the repetition of that and and what I found one of the chief benefits is that in my day-to-day life because of the practice of meditating and also exercise and diet all that stuff I'm I'm better able to assess incoming stressors. So, you know, the stuff that might have made me crazy when I wasn't meditating, now I can kind of gauge it for what it is and say, I don't need to worry about you. That's you. I need to worry about this. I don't have to worry. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm better able to assess it as it's happening. 
So, all right, there you yeah, go. So that'll be $25. Actually, just give me some pins. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to do it. This is a $30 value. That's right. Um, what, uh, and how long do you do it for uh, a day? Uh, 20, 20 minutes minimum, uh, once or twice a day. Once uh, or twice yeah, a day? Yeah, sometimes wow. I'll do it twice a day, yeah. But like, it, it, when I'm doing it regularly, 20 minutes can easily be 35, and I just get into a very deeply relaxed place. So you kind of have to do it where you know you don't you have somewhere to go. Right. Uh, like, I'll do it when the show's in production. I'll do it uh, between the uh, dress rehearsal and the live show. I usually have uh, uh, about 45 minutes. Okay. And I'll lock the dressing room door. People know that if they knock, I'm not answering, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and, and in the morning, typically, I'll do it before I even leave for the studio. Yeah. Uh, I had one more follow-up on that. I don't remember what it is. Uh, who cares? Uh, great. Jethro Max Bear. That was exactly <laughs> it. Do you think he meditates? Uh, Jethro? Yeah, that's my I, follow-up. I, I, I probably, I'm, I'll yeah. guess and anything. Yeah, I'm, I, I would think, why not? Is he still alive? Let's, I, let's I, follow that up. Yeah. Mm. I know his dad died, right? Max Bear Sr.? Yeah. 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 Probably, probably a long time ago. <laughs> right, I don't know if Jethro's still around. I know uh, Ellie May passed away. Oh, did we lose her? Yeah, we, we lost Ellie Donna May. Dixon. God, why do I know that? Was it Donna Dixon? No, not Donna. Is no, it? Donna Dixon was Donna, uh, married to Dan That's Aykroyd. right. Yeah, that's right. It's Donna... Google Max Bear, dead or alive, and then who played Ellie May? Well, you got a lot going on. I know. I got Max Bear. All right, he's still is he alive. He's alive. All right, let's. let's uh, I'm going to guess. Let's guess. Do you know what we're talking about? Donna, well, jo- yeah, Jethro from yeah, 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 yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. But I'm going to say 91 years old. That's my guess. Your no. thoughts? Yeah, maybe. Are we, are we 80, betting on this? 80s, I'd like to bet 80s, on this. 80s anyway. All right, you. What? All right. Did you just say it? Did you, I didn't hear it. Tom, we're betting. You went on no, this? I thought I didn't see it before. Uh, oh, oh we're, oh, we're actually putting... What do you say, 90? I said 91. I know. I think 80s. I think he's okay. in his 80s. Uh, are we putting 20 down? What are you getting? <laughs> don't have that ABC money here, Tom. We'll, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go dollar. All right. I got, I got a buck. All right. Uh, I got to get change. All right. Here, here, here. Here. Uh, Elliot, you're on this? I'll put yeah, it. Sure. I'm, right. going with, uh, I'm going with 84. All right. All right. Tom's Ooh, with 84. Elliot, what do you got? Uh, so this is Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, right? we better yeah. got how old Max Bear is. <laughs> you know what? Is this I, like I'm, I've got to ask because I sometimes I'm I making have... fun of myself yeah, that yeah. I that I'm doing this. Okay, fair enough. We do, um, we do dumb bets on this show. So but... that was a well, you're doing your math or whatever you're doing. <laughs> I'll say 87. I said 91, 87. Now this is like Price is Right. Uh, whoever's closest without going, going over. over. Yeah, right. that's fair. Uh, I'll do 82. I don't know that we always respect the going over part, because to me, it's just whoever's closest. Yeah, we're gonna go going over closest. doesn't matter. He already agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're angling. Did it hurt? Uh, wait, 84, 82. 82 is what I'm saying. 84. No, he's I'm 84. I'm 84. 84. I said 87. 87. I go 91. All yeah. right. Garrett Cowper, please reveal to the room how old. Everybody is over. Wow. Wait, What? Damn. What is all right, it? Well, all right. No, no. Now we go. If we're all, oh, all right. I'll get to redo it. Oh, okay. All right. I was looking forward to getting my 79. money back. 79. Uh, Elliot. Uh, I'm going to go with 68. No, I'm going too, low. I'm going, real low. I'm going real low. I'm going real low. 81. That's what I'm, damn it. That was going to be mine. What did you say? 79. Oh, no. Can I be a dick? I'll go 76. Sure. Like the trombones. Yeah. <laughs> Max Bear Jr. Yes, sir. Maximilian Adelbert Bear Jr. (laughs) is 79 years old. Yeah, baby! Oh, good. Oh, good. The TV star gets the money. (laughs) All right. Oh, good. And still, still he has joy. (laughs) That's right. 
It, it, nothing, it doesn't. The, the monetary amount does not nope. matter. No, it's still a win. It's a win. Money has nothing to do with it. What is yeah. it? I'm, I got. I won three bucks. I'm ten percent towards getting some pins. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll come up with some more bets. Maybe you'll yeah. get there. We got to take another break, and we'll yeah. be right back. All right. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Tom Bergeron is on Twitter at Tom underscore Bergeron. He's on Instagram at just Tom Bergeron without the word just in it. His name on Instagram is Tom Bergeron. No space, no underscore. Check him out on both of those platforms and then uh, check him out on the $100,000 pyramid coming up in the next couple weeks, I think. Uh, the new season of that show starting, so check your local listings for that. Meanwhile, Never Not Funny is going to be live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada on the 9th and 10th of June. That's this weekend. I hope you can come out. We have very special guest Anthony Rapp on the Saturday night show and the Friday night show TBD, but it will be fun no matter who shows up. Hope you show up and I hope to see you there. We will do a meet and greet after if you want to actually meet us and shake our hands. Um, please bring Purell. Then we're going to be in San Francisco at the Punchline on the 13th. That's a Tuesday night show, June 13th. And uh, Jimmy's got some stand-up dates. Let's see. Sioux City, Hard Rock Cafe on the 12th of July. Then the Omaha Funny Bone on the 14th and 15th of July. Uh, while we're in Toronto, there will be a screening of Peter Pardini's new movie, which is uh, featuring Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy will not be there, but the movie will be playing at the uh, Secret Rose Theater in North Hollywood. The movie is called Black Cat, and uh, you can find out more info and uh, get a ticket link at uh, Jimmy's Facebook page. So check that out. Finally, I'd like to mention, or Elliot would like me to mention, that the uh, Elios first edition is now shipping. Uh, if you were a Kickstarter backer of his uh, his board game, Elios, then the first editions are now shipping. Look for them in the mail if you have not received it already. I know I've seen some uh, on Twitter uh, people posting pictures of that beautiful game, which uh, I have not yet received, so I'm, I have some questions for Elliot after. But uh, looks uh, looks awesome. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, you should be getting yours any second if you were a first edition backer. That's all we got. Uh, go to Jimmy com and click the tour link for all his dates and deets and nevernotfunny.com for all the never not funny dates and deets and finally we are doing a poll if you would like to see never not funny live in your city we'd like to hear from you uh, go to nevernotfunny.com slash poll and uh, please answer that survey it's a very short survey just trying to figure out which cities uh, are really viable for us to come visit so um, you're just going to basically tell us uh, where you would like to see us live so uh, definitely go over there and tell any friend uh, who's a fan of ours to go fill it out too it'll be quick and easy just give us a better sense of uh where we're where the never not finish tour should stop next so uh do that and enjoy hey everybody welcome back to the program 2018 tom bergeron is here matt how are you doing great uh good uh anything of import happened with you over the weekend no i saw that great movie about this meditation is that something you could do you know what i my opinion of it is that i need it uh but i also am colored by the fact that my parents did it when i was young and i and they would do it in the morning and i would come in and want their attention like most kids do and so i have a negative association with with tm because of that and i need to get over it i have tmj does this is that <laughs> this at all? i also have that i do have that you have tmj i do yeah yeah it's hurt it hurts so yeah that would probably help with now, it wait right? they were your parents were meditating for 20 minutes yeah. in the morning yeah. You couldn't wait for the 21st minute. No. So you were a needy child. <laughs> I was, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Any oh, siblings? Uh, yeah, I had a sister. Uh-huh. Did, yeah. Was she uh, bothering them as well? or was I she don't remember. Younger, older sister? She's older, yeah. She's older, so. I don't remember what she was doing. It was early in the morning, you know, uh, when you're young. So they were doing it early in the morning as to then get it out of the way so right. they could spend time with you. But I was waking up early and just wanting their attention. That's, that's my memory, yeah. And they would do it every morning? 
I don't think it lasted well, especially with my dad. It didn't last very long. I think my mom tried to stick with it more, and then eventually gave up. Probably, probably because they're being annoyed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could, they couldn't get me out of the room. Uh, I need you now. <laughs> stop talking. That's the mantra. That's Why right. would you stop talking? I Why would you stop talking? I wonder if my mom. I think she went back. She might still do it now. I don't know. I think when I'm I got, so interested. Once, once I, I was really older. Am. Yeah. I think it's. I truly, I, if 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 I had to choose, and I hope I never do, but if I had to choose between exercise and meditation, I would choose meditation. It's that important, really, in my life. Yeah, quiet the mind a little bit. That's right. That's right. Just get to. It's just like a flat line. Yeah, I wish <laughs> really. I could. Yeah. I, I'm going to try it. You I, have to practice. I, I'm going to try. I think it. that's what he's saying is that you yeah. can't just expect to be able to do it. It's like everything in life. If I, if I can't do it, if I can't play the piano in the first lesson, I'm out. <laughs> that's how I was kind with a guitar. I bought a guitar, and I wanted to be Eric Clapton in a week, and it was not happening. It's not so happening. It's, so, it's, yep. it's, yeah, it used to hang clothes on it. <laughs> yeah, on a guitar. I just moved my guitar for the 49th time over the weekend <laughs> to uh, to get something behind it, and right. I said to Danielle, my beautiful wife Danielle, I said, uh, I go, you know. Why don't we just leave this out? And she goes, "No, we're not there. <laughs> Why should we? So you can walk past something you right, never use. Right. That's the that's the only thing worse than than owning a guitar that you never use is displaying it. It right. looked cool where where I put it for the. I, and I literally just moved it because I was shuffling some things around. Where I put it, it looked cool. Like, yeah. But I don't play the guitar, so what an a hole I would be. Yeah. Do you think Oliver will ever take lessons? He, he has a little guitar that his grandfather got him, and uh, he doesn't have any interest. And it came with a lesson, like that was the present. Mm. Oh, okay. My, fa- my father, uh, father-in-law gave that to him, uh, and of course, we all know is when my uh, when my in-laws pass away, Oliver gets the piano. <laughs> my, my mother-in-law said that yeah. once as a very important statement. No, is that right? no, of course, when we pass away, Oliver's going to get the piano. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Why, why is that even up for debate? I don't even understand why that happened. That conversation. There's actually a story in because I subscribed to several newspapers online, and and there was a story. I forget it, Times or the Post, Washington Post, and it's about. Baby boomers who are oh, downsizing. My mom was just telling me about this. At, right, and 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 they're trying to give their kids, millennials, their stuff, and the kids are going, eh, "We don't want it. Yeah. We're good. We're you know, we're we're into less clutter." Yeah, my my parents are literally cleaning out my stepfather's mother's house right now, and they read that article the day they were like trying to pack everything <laughs> up and be like, "Do you want this couch? Do you want this picture?" We're like, uh, no, "No, no, we're good." She's yeah. like, "We're living this article." So, yeah, it's weird. But what, what are they, they have a? Uh, it's a, I guess it's a baby grand piano. Uh, which I would welcome. I, but, but where do you put oh, that? Oh, by the way, let me be clear. When my mother-in-law said that, my son has shown zero interest in the <laughs> right. piano. Of course. So when she said, well, of course, Oliver gets a piano. Why would he want that? Right. Yeah. But I would like it in our, in our, in our front room there. Oh, yeah. That, would, there. That, that room's kind of just... rest the guitar on it. <laughs> I put all my musical instruments over there. Yeah. Put my banjo over there. Well, you know, Zoe's been taking piano lessons for a year now, and, and we're trying to figure out if we want to get... She just has a keyboard. We're trying to figure out if we want to get like an upright piano you gotta go upright is that what they call it yeah they call it upright yeah yeah i mean i wish i could play any instrument i really do i wish i had that because we were walking as we were walking into the march we went past the musical instrument store and on the way back i popped in there because i'm i love it you know Mm -hmm. and and I went. In, I was like, "Why am I in here? I can't even pick this up and pretend to play it." One of the one of the people featured in this uh, documentary, if you're not in the obit, have breakfast. Is a guy. I think he's a hundred, and he goes to a, a little restaurant in New York uh, every weekend and plays piano for like three hours on Fridays, Saturdays, and to watch his fingers move like lightning. Yeah, it's amazing. 
So, it's amazing, yeah. And you can't play it all either. No. Uh-uh. But don't you wish you could? Not really. How many times do you have to tell you? I don't hate it. <laughs> you can't stand music. I've never seen a guy hate music more than Tom Bergeron. <laughs> he floods his ears when the radio comes on. <laughs> Tom Bergeron. Music hater. Um, what? Uh, I would just I would like, I envy those guys that could walk in a guitar center and they just take it off and then yes. they're playing yeah, it. Like, yeah. I can't yeah. even do Smoke on the Water and I wish I could do that <laughs> without my, my hands just can't do it. I, I got it far enough to play like the three power chords you need to play like, you know, basic, you know, I could play the Ramones or whatever. You think you could? You think like yeah. right now if somebody said we need a rhythm guitarist, you could join that band? No, no, no. No, I'm saying I learned those three power chords <laughs> and that is all I learned. You need to know a little more than three or four. What is it? Four chords that the, the Ramones played? I I'm basing that on the the, the title, the, 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 play, the play that our friend John Russell. Ryan Gosling was interviewed about La La Land. He said, uh, because his playing is amazing in that. He, and he said, but that's all I know how to play. That's it. I, yeah. I know how to play those songs. And, uh, but did he know how to play those prior? Or did I they don't teach think so. I think that the way that the interview sounded, it was pretty intense. Yeah. And our choreographer taught them how to dance. Uh, Mandy Moore, who is the choreographer on on Dancing with the Stars, and uh, and he learned piano like over three months. He learned how to play those songs yeah. very very well. But he said that's it. That's, that's what it. that's what he knows. Well, you know what? He's got enough going on. I he's, think I he's, think he's so. fine yeah. without knowing how to Absolutely play more than right. handsome. Talented actor, dancer, <laughs> jerk. Let me ask you a question about this Mandy Moore. Of course, yes. not the, it's not the actress Mandy Moore. Right. Uh, when you say she's the choreographer, uh, does she give them all the dance to do? No, and then she does the big opening production numbers okay. and, and things like that, like in the finale and the opening of, of most shows. Those those numbers are all her design. And, and I, I would imagine she consults on some of the... The couples here and there, but for the most part, they do their own. So when Dave Ross uh, is going to be uh, partnered right. up, I Lindsay, forget Lindsay was doing the choreography. So his partner, it's the, she comes up with it. Says Dave, come on in. How long did he last? No, he didn't last long. He, did he? he was he was the second place. Oh, he finisher. was. Yeah, Jesus. I yeah. paid no attention. Apparently. No, it was it was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he, a charming guy, which is a wonderful guy, and I got to try on both World Series rings, so I was happy, especially the Red Sox, because I'm from Boston area. Uh, but just a, a really nice guy, and and very much what the show's about at its best. Somebody who you, you don't expect is going to do right. mm-hmm. well at all, and surprises you both with the not just the quality of the dance, because even he would admit he wasn't the best dancer, but just the heart he brought to it, mm-hmm. the personality he brought to it, was amazing. Do you think that's what... I, I interrupt you. No, that's right. Do you think that's what made him get that far? Because oh, I think so. Yeah, th- I yeah. saw his first dance, and yeah. it was like, well, he's he's done quick because <laughs> uh, he was very. St- I forget what it was. It might have been the uh, uh, not the Charleston, but whatever. One of the first two weeks of yeah. it was. Um, but uh, no, definitely his his everyman quality and the pure joy that he brought to it, and the, and he did get really a lot better in the course of those 10 weeks. And is that more fun for you, Tom, when you see a guy like like him as opposed to, uh, I can never say, Alfonso Rivera, right. who has a dance background. Who was the tap dance kid on right. Broadway. Yeah. So when you see a Dave Ross who, isn't that more fun to see his... I think it speaks more to what the essence of the show is, right. but uh, but it's also great to watch people dance. dance and just you know come up with creative stuff and 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 as the show has gotten uh, uh, twelve years old now, the production values have gotten so much more elaborate and and uh, what our crew does is amazing. In commercial breaks, there's another dance show going on. Watching them change 
major set pieces to a ticking clock is is incredible. And, and again, it's live television. It's live TV. It yeah, needs yeah. to be done. That's right, yeah. Um, now, when you have, I know, I know from time to time you'll have a live band play. Right. Uh, that's going to infuriate you as a music hater. Have <laughs> <laughs> you put your plugs in when that happens? Can't, can't we do a spoken word show? <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> interpretive ha, Have you ever, and I, I'm 100% sure I asked this last time, if they ever said to you, hey, we want you to not only host, but also be one of the uh, contestants one at a time. No. Would, all right, let me ask you a follow-up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, one season you don't host, uh, and you're one of the contestants. No. You're still out. I'm out. You have no interest. None. I, I did one dance in season two to see what it was like, and that convinced me hosting is a cushy gig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's re- I have such respect for them because... And and the deeper you go in the run, the more that you're asked to do. You have two dances, three dances, and right. you're exhausted. And then there's more press coming on because you're in the finals mm-hmm. or whatever. So it, it it's it's relentless. I get to we've talked about this. I show up at a production meeting on a Friday. We do our planks, and then <laughs> of course, and then on Monday I come in and because I'm ad libbing most of what right. I do, so you can't rehearse it. It's it's all reactive to what's happening in the moment. So that's a pretty cushy work schedule. And I know you told us this last time, but refresh, there is a, and you mentioned already, there's a dress rehearsal. Right. So right. you see all the dances prior. Exactly. Now, has there ever been a time, and, and if I asked this last time, punch that's me in right. the face, no has there ever been a time where somebody knocks it out of the park in dress rehearsal, and then here we go to the live TV, and they just crap the bed? The, that's happened occasionally. More often, though, it's the opposite. A dress rehearsal dance for whatever reason, whether they're just having problems with it or they're trying to psych out the other couples, doesn't go all that well. And then, buttressed by having 700 people cheering in the live show, it, it's amazing. It's, it's just amazing. Cool. And that, that tends to be okay. what happens more And often. so dress rehearsal has no audience. Uh, no, it's it's and it's the R-rated version of the show. Yeah, and, and it's yeah, it's it's uh, much bluer. What does Bruno have it, to say when he when he's the, not there? The, Where's the, Bruno? The real judges aren't there. We have stand-ins. I see. They don't come in until the actual. Who are the stand-in show. judges? Just and uh, more importantly, how do I get that gig? Yeah, it's it's fun. It, it's it's uh, people who you know do stand-in work and they're actors and uh, throughout uh, the town and they come in and they're great and we have fun and. And they they do sometimes they do their little impressions of Bruno or right. Len or whatever carry on. All right, I'm not effing around. I want to it's, do that one. Week. I would love it's to fun. be a uh, yeah. the, the, you know what? I'm going to go further. I want to I want to do the actual show. <laughs> I know. How about we Makes test sense. you as a, as a stand-in? Judge? Not comfortable with that. Oh, I got to go right. right. I got to go right to prime time. Oh my I got to go right to live. Jesus. You see, I'm on my feet. I'm ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm not going to let you down. All right. How are you with paddles? Oh, I'm great. I get my ass whacked with one on a nightly basis. I pay good money for that. That's a that's an S&M joke, Garen. No? Nothing? Dominatrix? Uh, all right, Tom, we play a game on here called Sevens. Did we play this last time? Oh, I think, I think we, we did. did. I, th- I was horrible at it. That's right. Call. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? We're back. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. We're going to play uh, Sevens, and, uh, and then we uh, will uh, end this nightmare. I think, actually, if, if memory serves, the category I did worst on was, mu- it was some music yeah, category. Music. Yeah. 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 We'll avoid that. We, we know that's how much you right. hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it's it. It's fascinating how much you hate music. I mean, it really is, right? Let's play turn the, seven. Turn the theme off. The man hates music. I know. <laughs> well, we're trying to soften him up. We, you know, you gotta Some of my best that. friends listen to music. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. Then I'll give you some other categories. Okay. You have TV shows or movies. All right. Celebrities. Music. No. <laughs> music. No. Uh, sports. Broadway. 
70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. I'll TV shows and uh, movies. All right. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, TV shows. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. I got to turn this down. Right, Matt? Mm-hmm. All right. And then, uh, okay, here we go. TV shows with Tom Bergeron. Here we go. Crank it up. Yeah, it's on. All right, here we go. You remember the premise? Not really. Uh, this is the, the singing TV show. I know you love music. Yeah. Uh, it was on Fox. Uh, the kids in the high school singing. Glee. Yes. Uh, I, it's about uh, people that when you when you uh, when they bury you, they bury you. Uh, how far down? Six feet under. Yes. Uh, uh, Jason Bateman's show on Fox that is uh, arrested. Overrated. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's about an alien life form. The name of that show with the, the, the oh Willie. Uh, it was a puppet. Uh, Elf. Yes. Uh, oh damn it! Uh, it it's coming back. Uh, gay guy that lives with the the oh, uh, Will and Grace. Messer, yes. Uh, 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 Matthew Perry's character's name on Friends. Uh, uh, Chandler. Yes. Uh, 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 Jeff Probst hosts the show. Uh, Survivor. Yes. Not bad. What did we get? Fourteen. Well, you missed that Alf. One I screwed entirely. up Alf. Which I don't know that the, I think the judges would probably rule out if you say alien, alien life, life form? form. That's what Alf stood for. I don't think that. I okay. think that would have been okay. This is, <laughs> I, I just taped uh, a twenty hundred thousand. You did. Pyramid, I saw that. That's right. And and uh, the the kid that was feeding me clues, it was uh, uh, Bob Marley's hair, and I said uh, cornrows, and and uh, we ran out of time. And and Michael Strahan says no, I, they were looking for dreadlocks. To which I replied, and it's in the promo. I'm very white. <laughs> and you know what? It's Bob Marley, which means one thing. He knows nothing about it. Music. Because it's music, music. right. Yeah. Music. But I would say cornrows, in your defense, uh, it's a weak defense, but it's still your defense. Uh, cornrows are a little more current than dreadlocks. Thank I mean, you. Dreadlocks are still around. But, but if yeah. it's Bob Marley's hair, that's dreadlocks. It's yeah. dreadlocks. No, no, it's, and that's a great clue, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, you're not allowed to say if you won or not, right? You probably have some. I'm still <coughs> contractually limited to tell you more than that one comeback. Uh, <laughs> and that, that premieres this week, does it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, June 11th. Who Sunday was uh, your celebrity? Uh, uh, Jennifer Nettles. I was from Sugar Land. Nice. Sure. Lovely. Oh, I'm going to have driven you nuts because she's a musician. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> literally will look her in the eye. <laughs> this in the ground. She's got a beautiful voice. She does. You so. wouldn't know. You wouldn't I know. Do, I do. Doesn't mean I don't listen. Uh, Sounds like you don't I listen. Just don't she's follow. Great. She's very good. She's great. I like that Sugar Land. Uh, 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 Christian Bush is her partner over mm-hmm. there at uh, Sugar Land. And uh, he's great, too. He uh, produced our friend Ellis Paul's album. Sounds yeah. like a great religious revival, doesn't it? Uh, Christian Bush? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I saw that documentary on that cult. Uh, all right. we. Uh, you want to give? And then we're done? That's it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Movies? Uh, the other one you want to oh, do? Oh, God. I, 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 I'm horrible at this. All right. Well, Matt, you got to get reading glasses. I, I, what? Just all right. So what, what are we... Yeah, just to join the club. <laughs> all right, Matt, would you show uh, Tom how, the, yeah, how this I'll, works? I'll even, I'll even run it so that you don't have... Oh, okay. Uh, so we're going to do movies. Yeah. Where are you, what, are you, what are you doing? Oh, there we go. Hey, I have those too. Those uh, are the cool little... Uh, I don't even yeah. know if I need them. For me. Yeah, I probably should. All right, so so this, I'll, I'll do all the tapping. You just you just you feed are them, you, You're going to tap? I yeah. just, I you just, just have to... Uh, just talk. Yeah. Here it comes. Here it comes. All right. Uh, it, 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 a movie of, uh, oh shit, oh damn, who's the, I'm, I'm blanking on who directed it. Uh, oh, I'm de- uh, the, the guys dancing, they're naked, uh, all of them. They're, they're, uh, they're, Fulmonte. Oh no, uh, just, uh, oh, there's, no, we're already, uh, one of those movies that Will Smith did that nobody went to. Jesus Christ, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, uh, Tolkien and, uh, all those long movies. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we got one. Uh, and, uh, Schwarzenegger in the future. The Terminator. Can't remember Terminator things. 2. He can remember Predator. everything. He, uh, Jesus, no. Oh, Eddie Murphy, when the movies were good and he was a 
police training spaces. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that's it. And uh, and the original one where they shot at spirits, which was good. Unlike, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I liked uh, the new oh, one. That, did you really? I did. Did you? I thought well, you uh, didn't like it. I didn't. I thought there were more jokes. I enjoyed it. I I just waited. To, I mean, the cast was amazingly talented. But uh, who who directed Inglorious Bastards? So did Tarantino. 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 Oh, of course, yeah. Tarantino. So what else did you oh, blow here? Was, oh, everything. <laughs> oh, this it's is disastrous. Yeah. Glorious Bastards. Then Ma- Magic Mike. I, well, I said he naked said the naked guys, guys dancing. dancing and That's yeah. full Monty. It's a little on you, though, that All one. Right. That is not on Thank me. You. No, I don't you dare that. accept that bird run. <laughs> I mean, I was looking at it, but when he said naked guys dancing, I was like, that's not oh, that what it is. Hitch, was uh, was that also with Kevin James? Is that Kevin, Kevin James. James and Will Smith. Will Smith is a dating, what is he? It was a great clue, though. Yeah, another Will Smith <laughs> Total recall. I would never would have gotten that. Yeah. I never for a million dollars would have gotten that. All right, listen. All right, that's enough of that. Tom? <laughs> I think I'd rather Did, did play. we actually get the score? Six. Oh, okay. yeah, six, six points. Yeah. Uh, you'd rather play what? Uh, I'd rather plank. <laughs> yeah. You turned that down early. Uh, I know, it's true. Uh, thank you for coming back. My pleasure. What a My joy. Pleasure. It was yeah. a, a very good time. I, I, I will say, I, 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 I'm going back to it. Uh, I'm enjoying you on Twitter. Because I do enjoy those of us that are uh, that are not afraid to speak our minds yeah. uh, and what's going on and not accept what's happening as being the norm. And you know, it's a, it's tough to navigate. Like you, know, you can go too far, like Kathy did, yeah. or you could keep shut because you're scared to say anything. And you are walking the line wonderfully. Thank you, sir. And uh, you want to see the real crazies? Go to uh, my Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to check that out now. Yeah, yeah, that sounds, yeah that's where they, they really uh, Twitter. They're almost civilized by comparison. <laughs> it's that it's that yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. I have to admit, on Instagram, I'll do it just to piss them just off. Just to get them, <laughs> just to piss them off. I'm not on Instagram. Why, is there any reason I should be on there, or do I have enough platforms going I on? I think you're good. Yeah. I, I mean, wear platform shoes. Does that play into this at all? That works. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I always felt it was weird, because like a lot of times, like, Twitter's perfect, because you can post a picture if you want, but you don't have to. You right. can just say what you want to say. Yeah. Whereas Instagram, people will like write something in notes and take a screenshot just so they can post it in that form. I, it's, I, it's the, the strangest one I ever posted, I realized that I had posted 666 things on Instagram, so I just drew 667, <laughs> took a picture, and put it up just to get that <laughs> love it that number. Just to get away from yeah, the devil. Get, yeah, get away from the move. devil. Right. That's the number of the beast. Get behind me, Sam. 666, the great Iron, uh, Iron Maiden. Tom, thank you. A pleasure. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, they're over there looking at me, Scaring Cockrell from Mission Control. It's Elliot Hopper, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Tom Bergeron. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. I'm Stephen Dubner, host of Freakonomics Radio and also of a new podcast called Tell Me Something I Don't Know. It is live journalism wrapped in a game show. 
with super smart contestants, celebrity panelists, and a live fact checker. Our first two seasons got 8 million listens, and now we are back with a third. You never know what you're going to learn. Instead of taking the old kidneys out, a surgeon will opt to leave the new kidneys in, and they'll just keep adding them in as many as they can fit. (laughs) Turns out that the term three sheets to the wind is actually a miller's term. It comes from windmills, which are supposed to have four sails or four sheets. And if the miller forgets one of them, the windmill starts shaking and stumbling like a drunk person. I did not know that. Subscribe to Tell Me Something I Don't Know on Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. You can catch up on our first two seasons and don't you dare miss season three. Thanks. Thanks. 